0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Foo for Thought podcast. I didn't get me notes out. What episode is it? What episode is it? 105? One oh t-
1: 110.
0: No. No? Well, we haven't got that many. Sorry, guys. We're <laughs> terrible. Episode 1. Should I start from the top again? Sure. I don't know. Oh, uh, you mean like
1: er, like a uh, yeah. delete this bit yeah. so far? I mean,
0: eh. go ahead. Episode 105. <laughs> we're just continuing? Sure. Pair of plums. <laughs> That's what we are. Episode 105, welcome to the Food for Thought Podcast. We are a bi-weekly martial arts cinema podcast where me, Sean, and the host, I try and get my two co-hosts into martial arts cinema. One of my co-hosts is my wife, Devon. Yes. And the other one of my co-hosts is my best friend, Cyrus, who guess what? Is not here today. Hey guys. That's that was a terrible yeah. What was that? I was
1: going to see if I could do a Cyrus impression.
0: Oh, no, that was awful. That was terrible. What was that? It?
1: I don't know what that was. I felt like... Hey, just, guys! I just felt the
0: need to do something. <laughs> Cyrus has never said, no, hey, guys. No, he's that not. at all. You might go, yeah, buddy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Terrible. awful. I'm not that happy bit that. you can that bit you can delete. Totally. No, no, we're going all in. Um, yes, as we were saying, Cyrus unfortunately is not here for this episode. He is bizarrely uh, filming his first porno scene. Um, he's gotten into the adult industry recently, and uh, today is his his first scene. And do you know what? His first scene is a gangbang scene. So he needs all the uh, all the confidence and all the stamina he can muster. So he can't do the podcast this evening. Um. Hi, Devin. Hi. How you doing? I'm okay. Good, good, good. You want to go over a few things we've been up to?
1: Yes. Can I bring up something, though?
0: You a can, concern. You can bring up whatever you want, a as con- long yes. as it isn't Afghanistan. No, it's not. Okay.
1: Okay. A concern that I have is...
0: <laughs> Sorry, we're laughing because our cat is... Has fallen in love with the knobs on our podcast recorder, and she's just rubbing her face against them. And I'm a bit—it's like she's trying to chew on them. Yeah, I'm a bit scared that something's going to. Yeah. No, Moon, you can't do that. You can't do that. You knock it off. Get one of her toys out. No, it's all good. I'll keep my eye on it. What did you want to address? You go ahead.
1: I want. So yeah, I want to address some uh, some stuff, some comments that I, I made. I feel like I might have upset some of our listeners, Sean. um informed me of someone uh, on social media commenting and asking why does he do a podcast with people who hate kung fu cinema
0: i think one of our questions for this podcast involves that
1: okay and so i just want to say i do not hate it and if i gave any of you that impression i am genuinely sorry i very much enjoy doing this podcast i love all of our listeners and all of our patrons um so Me complaining, I, and I—if that's what I was doing last time—it's um, not because it's not because I hate kung fu cinema. I actually enjoy uh, a lot of these movies. I've definitely. Um, grown to have more of an appreciation for them. Cyrus, I can't speak for Cyrus. But my We'll speak for Cyrus in a minute. (laughs) My only when I was complaining about doing the podcast before, my only concern is just the length of time that it takes. As you've probably heard, I am back in school and I have found it stressful to manage everything. I am 39 years old. I'm about to be 40. The last time I was in school, I was 19. And I sure as shit wasn't working full time when that happened. So working full time, trying to, you know, work and live my adult life and do things that need to be done and do school is stressful. Doing it, I don't have a lot of time to get it done during the week. So I rely on weekends. On the weekends, we do the podcast. On Saturday, we watch the movie, then we go over to Cyrus and record the podcast. And we're over there, and we do uncut, all just straight back to back, all in a row. Five hours with that, right? Roughly five, uh, more like six, six hours, and where then and then including the time beforehand when we watch the movie, depending yeah. on the length of time, roughly maybe eight hours yeah. of a day. And so, my only, so that is my only kind of where I am. Just it takes up so much time, and I rely on weekends to get a lot of schoolwork done, or as much as I possibly can. And so that's my only—that's uh, my only kind of when I when I complain or when I poo-poo doing the podcast. That's it. Just a time management thing on my part. It has so nothing to do with doing the
0: podcast. You don't, I enjoy doing the podcast. You don't hate the podcast, of course not. You hate recording the podcast.
1: I don't see, I, I don't I, I hate. it's a joke. It, it's not, Bill, no, because I'm oh, feeling no. sad because I don't want anyone to actually think that. She, she, and I don't want you to think that.
0: I don't think that. I don't think that. She very much enjoys doing the podcast. Um, there is a fire under her when she does the podcast. She enjoys it. Please don't think that she doesn't. I
1: really I really do. And yeah. I don't want you guys I, to think that I'm
0: I'm This is a weird way to start the podcast, but I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> but say I,
1: but I ever since you especially after you you know, you told me about that person who had that comment and I was just like, Oh and so I've fretted about it
0: don't ever
1: since because i'm like i don't want any of you to actually think
0: that send Devin nice things (laughs) you you fuckers (laughs) say nice things about Devin. no i don't say anything nice about cyrus because he's a fucking i don't want
1: (laughs) i genuinely don't want any of you to think that because i that's not how i feel i promise i i don't i just it's been a struggle trying to manage Trying to do time management, and it's only going to get worse the deeper I get into this. And if, if
0: I show my frustration on the podcast, it's because I'm just tired of them not liking the films. That's all it is. That's all it is. I love doing the podcast and love it so, so much. I like a lot of them. I know. But sometimes when I'm doing the podcast, and I'm like, hey, who wants to give their opinion? And you're both like, it was dog shit. I'm just like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> so that's the only time I get frustrated. I rarely
1: do I ever say I flat out disliked it.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. What else okay. we've been up to?
1: All right. So, into the better stuff, into the good stuff. So, I think we mentioned last time that it was our anniversary, right? Yeah. Right. So, it was our anniversary, but over the the past couple days is where we celebrated. And so, we decided we needed to just Have a little break, a little break from life, a little break from the four walls of our apartment, a little break from our mischievous kitten. You might hear the bells from her toy that she's currently playing with. Yeah. You know, just just a little getaway. Um, So we didn't go very far. We drove like an hour away and we stayed at this casino and um, stayed there for three nights. And we ended up going to a spa as well and getting uh, a couple's massage and just treated ourselves. And it was lovely. It was lovely to just get away.
0: It was bloody lovely. I know it doesn't sound like it. Like, you guys drove an hour to a casino. Firstly, right, we don't gamble. Um, Honestly, the reason why we stayed there, it it was really all
1: about the spa. The spa was the most important bit. Yes. And so... I was just like, well, if we're going to go to the spa, and it's not close. This is my favorite spa that I've ever been to, um, it's closer to where I used to live. Um, but it's further away from where we currently live now. And I was just like, it kind of ruins it. You know, you get relaxed and then having to make the drive home. So yeah. really, it was all about not having to come home after the spa. So then it was just like, all right, what's the nicest hotel close to the spa? Turns out and it, was this casino. it was the casino.
0: <laughs> I spent... Twenty dollars on slot machines, and then immediately said, "I'm not doing this ever again." It's not fun. I don't get gambling. <laughs> if you if you're out there and you love gambling, that's it's your thing.
1: Not good for fun you to to I lose I money.
0: I don't get it. And plus, the joy of just, especially slot machines, right? The joy of just hitting the button and nothing coming. There is up. no joy. There is no joy. I just don't enjoy it. And if maybe, you do, that's great. But maybe you know. the excitement lies in like the
1: tables, like in in roulette and craps and blackjack and uh, yeah. all that other stuff. But like the amount of people who are at those slot machines just sitting there
0: for there was, ages. There was a woman at the slot machines. She had put into one slot machine, she had put in $207 into this one slot machine. Maybe some of that was her winnings, maybe. But she was there and she had currently $207 on the slot machine. Mental. Yeah. So me, I almost had a fucking, a, a literal humane humane a human, an existential oh. crisis after losing twenty dollars. Yeah, I didn't know just what to do. With sitting myself.
1: there, just pushing those buttons, just watching your money go away. And even like the times where I where we where I won something, it was like twenty five cents, or it was like I think it was there was the highest I got was $2. like a dollar twenty five. Yeah, okay. And yeah. <laughs> and just sitting there, just pushing those buttons. It got old real fucking quick. And yeah, and neither one of us are brave enough to try any of those uh
0: tables. The, ta- the minimum on the tables was twenty five dollars. If I play one hand of blackjack and lose, that's twenty five bucks gone. Yeah. Fuck that noise. And and so and that's the thing
1: though. When you lose, I'm just like well, this sucks. Why would I
0: want to put more money down yeah. on the
1: off chance that I that I no, win?
0: We're not gamblers. Yeah, we're and not gamblers. I'm
1: not yeah, I'm not willing to risk more money on the chance of winning.
0: So a instead lot. we stayed in the hotel room a lot. We uh
1: There are a lot of like there's a uh the Hotel is actually also next to a very large outlet mall, so we went on shopping. Shopping, spree. there are a lot of restaurants um, within walking distance of the hotel, so we yep. stuffed our faces, uh, yeah, and just relaxed and spent honest, quality time together. To honest, it was lovely.
0: When we were at home, which where we are now, uh, we sit on two different couches. I'm on one couch, Devin's on another, and we just watch movies and television and what and whatnot. And um, for the first time ever, we just lay on the bed together and watch TV. You know, was there butt touching? <laughs> oh, there was butt touching. <laughs> and you know what? I'm I was surprised because I I don't I don't get to touch your butt much anymore. And um, that's not true. Not during like the, an evening. Like I don't sit next to you and just touch your butt. Oh, like when we're watching TV. Yeah, or something? Yeah, but on this yeah. trip we were just watching TV. I was just rubbing the butt. Good times, good times. <laughs> um, so we enjoyed that. That was a that was a nice little uh, getaway. Very much enjoyed I that.
1: Highly recommend it if you're a couple and you just know out. just get out right, and you're dealing with a you know lot going on. There's stress, and just get away. And our you know we thought like oh you know how silly we're just going like an hour away. And we, at first we were just like we need to like leave the state or do or be like hours away or some shit like that honestly yeah just if you find a nice hotel yeah just go and just getting changing getting out of your routine getting out of your home and just spending quality time together with and leaving your like stresses
0: and your responsibilities and all that shit and work behind felt great oh and my have i told the audience i have uh, that i had e. coli. I don't think I have, I don't right? I not remember. I had E. coli, everyone. Um which Oh, was... I think you briefly mentioned it when we were doing paranormal activity. Oh, okay. So I had E. coli. Uh paranormal activity was only for the patrons though. Right. Um so I had E. coli and it was it was not good. Um I won't be too gross, but my back door was having many issues. I was going to the bathroom an awful lot. But thankfully, when we went away for a few days, my, o- my O-coli, my E-coli had cleared up. Yeah, that so was nice. I was much happier. So yeah. yeah, we got a couple's massage.
1: It was glorious. Got um, this, woman,
0: this woman, she joined the massage. I had a lady, uh, Devon That guy, it was so fucking funny. I haven't even talked to you about this. So we went into the couple's massage room, right? And there's a man and a woman doing the massages. And um, they're talking to us. And the woman goes uh, to Devon. Oh, since you're over here in this part of the room, I, like, I- I'll be doing you. I have never seen a man so quick to not want to massage another man <laughs> than this guy. He, I could see panic on his face. He was like, no, 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 no. I'm doing her. I'm doing her. So I was scheduled for him. So what happened?
1: I, went to the, I had to use the bathroom. They were just like, you know, does anyone have to use the bathroom before we get started? And I was like, yeah, I'll go to the bathroom. So Sean was already in the room with the guy. And um, he, you know, they were, he had started talking about, we are also included a aromatherapy. It was a hot stone massage with the aromatherapy. And he had started talking about, they were over on one side of the room, and he had started talking about the scents for the aromatherapy. So I just kind of drifted over there. Not like to be like, oh, this guy is doing my massage. I just went over there so I could hear about the different scents, and so the lady took that to mean like I didn't know if she was gonna. I had no idea if she was gonna do this whole spiel to me. Yeah, like on her own, I had no idea. All I know is he was talking about the aromatherapy, so I went over there to hear about. You know, so we can choose which scent, and yeah, and then you so she
0: ran from me.
1: So then she just assumed because I was on that side of the room with that particular like next standing next to that table. But I honestly, and so there was like a back and forth between our two massage therapists. And I was just like, I don't care who I get.
0: Oh, he was no way was he massaging (laughs) me. Not (laughs) a chance. There was pure fear in his eyes. And he was like, no, I'm having the woman. (laughs) Like, like, oh, my God, unbelievable. And quite frankly, I'm glad she got the man because the woman that massaged me, I'll be honest with you guys. She, quite frankly, completely unveiled my buttocks. One by one, not the whole thing. Well, he definitely wasn't going to do that to you she un- no he wouldn't have fucking touched me she unveiled my buttocks and just straight up massaged my cheeks like like a champion she was a wonderful woman um yeah at one point she was uh she was massaging one of my buttocks and she was massaging it so well she got out of breath and do you know what i approved i was just like good for you good for you getting tired from massaging this sweet tuckus
1: my my dude he was all right. He wasn't my the usual guy I go for. Every time I go to this particular place, I have mm. I ask for the same man Weird. and I've been asking for him for years. Cuz I know because just like you you're a hairstylist. Okay. She's a I know what beautiful to expect. Woman. I I know what to expect. He does a good job. I don't have to worry about a thing. But he um I think mean, he had to take the day off, so they put me with somebody else. Um and yeah, he was very like, you know, when like Working different parts and moving the sheet, he was very respectful. He tucked that, that sheet in tight and didn't unveil
0: too much of 100% it. One hundred percent, this woman saw my balls <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt.
1: But this guy, he was he was fine. He you know uh, he was fine, but not not the best.
0: Yeah, but not, he was fine. Not like a usual guy.
1: That's right.
0: All right, what else have we been up to? Um, so I've got it's a few. Literally been it. I've got a few things to talk about at the top. Okay. Um, firstly, RIP Richard Ung. Uh, sadly, Richard uh, passed away a few days ago. Uh, those that don't know him, he's an absolute legendary uh, comedian or uh, comic. Ac- or comedy I should say, comedy actor from Hong Kong cinema uh, you know him from uh, Shanghai Express or Millionaire's Express uh, Magnificent Warriors the Lucky Stars films he's always the little guy with the moustache absolute fucking legend, sadly passed away um, one of the you know, true icons of Hong Kong cinema um, so that was sad um, I did a little streaming recently which was fun I sat down with uh, Flip uh, from the Flip Otaku uh, YouTube channel, Fanatical Dragon from the Fanatical Dragon YouTube channel, and Caleb from Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema. Uh, and, excuse me, um, we sat down and we streamed about John Wick 4. We just chatted it up about John Wick 4 for about, probably like an hour and a half, I imagine. And uh, that is now available on YouTube. If you hop over to Flip Otaku's um youtube channel you can see me chatting up with those boys all about uh john wick four and much more as well we chatted about uh shaw brothers all all kinds of stuff and uh, hopefully we can do that again in the future looking forward to that um some interesting uh announcements even though cyrus isn't here so he won't know this probably um but i'll have to tell him next episode so you can get his reaction there is officially a street fighter live action movie in the works Hmm. Uh, another one, I should say. Yeah, uh, they're working on that. I'm sure from the success of Mortal Kombat, they decided to do a Street Fighter movie. No casting yet, no director, nothing. They're just working on it. Um, the Extraction Two trailer hit, um, which we thought was amazing. We liked that yeah. one. Um, a big fan of the first Extraction, and the second one comes out, I think, two days after my birthday. So that'll be fun to watch. Uh, Chris Hemsworth doing his doing his thing. Um, Sam Hargrave directing. Uh there's just a big it looked like, like a was that a prison fight? What is it? I think so. It's great though. It looks great. He uses a riot shield to beat the shit out of some people. Um Devin has not seen this yet because we've been away, so I haven't had her watch it yet. But the Continental trailer hit. Um for the John Wick T V series, The Continental.
1: No, I know what you're talking about. Are you sure we didn't you didn't show it to me? Oh,
0: I haven't showed it to you. Maybe you've watched it elsewhere, but I didn't show it to you. Oh, okay. Um, set in the 1970s, it's about how Winston came to uh, came to essentially manage the Continental. Um, looks interesting. They don't show too much action in the trailer, um, but it looks very exciting. Plus, there's amazing talent on board. Uh, of that film like it when i mean in regards to the action so i don't think it's gonna let us down i'm so excited but i did not know um that it's only a three event series so there's only three episodes wow yeah so i don't know if they're feature length or what but only three episodes and that will be available i think they said september on peacock i think they said september i don't have it in front of me i'm sorry um we watched creed 3 we did. Yeah, which was excellent. It was. Really enjoyed that film. I thought it was very, very good. Uh, Jonathan Majors, I, I, I'll be honest with you, Jonathan Majors should have been up for an Oscar. I, th- <laughs> I think he's a fantastic actor. I think he he's is. really good in that film. Uh, he's so menacing in Creed Three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Granted, he's been in a bit of trouble lately and, and you know I, I don't know if we're meant to I don't know if he's been cancelled or not I don't think so though I think the woman he allegedly assaulted uh, went on record to say that he did not assault her and that it was all just a big mix-up um so I think he's good I think I think we're okay um, although I think he was doing commercials for Marines for the Marines and they have taken down his commercials they're not running them anymore um, but I think he's okay um, and I think that's it. I think that's all we basically did and all we got through. Um, yeah, we haven't watched any other films. I watched The Whale, uh, which was excellent. Really, really good film. Um, Brendan Fraser, Fraser definitely uh, deserved the Oscar for that one. Really, really liked him in that film. Loved it. Um, I think that's all we've been watching though. Nothing else. Mm, Nothing else no. stands out that we've been watching, right? Oh,
1: um, we started um The Night Agent.
0: We did. Everyone's talking about this show, The Night Agent, on Netflix, um, and it's pretty good, to be honest. It feels like a like a two thousand two, um, like action thriller, like a like a Enemy of the State, or like does anyone remember this film, Eagle Eye, with Shia LaBeouf? Remember that film? Vaguely. Yeah, it feels a bit like that. It feels like a. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I Spy. It, like. Intrigue, or yeah, spy, like like an intrigue spy film. It's got a no spies. In thriller, it. thriller. Yeah, it's it's good. It's espionage. That's espionage. what I'm looking for. Okay. It feels like an espionage thriller. It's really enjoyable. I think it's ten episodes, and we we've, we've been watching it and getting through it. I think we're on episode five now. I think so. And it's 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 solid. And uh, the action isn't as good as I hoped. Um, it's fine. I've got no complaints about it, but uh it's not as good as I hoped. I hope there will be like some really good fight choreography in there, and to be honest, the hand to hand stuff is pretty sloppy, but the uh yeah, the shootouts are fun. It's good stuff. Um yeah, and that's it. I think that's so. it. That's all we got. Uh good night. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, okay, let's go ahead and jump into the film. I was trying to think if there's anything else to talk about, but there isn't. Oh, yes, there is. What Our good old patrons.
1: Yes, our patrons. I
0: got very camp then. I went, oh, yes, there (laughs) is. Very camp. I don't know what was going on then. Um, If you like what we do and you have any interest in hearing more of us, and maybe more of us that's a little unhinged, then you can come along and join us patreon we have a site which is www.patreon.com forward slash foo for thought and for a little bit of dollar a month you can come and join us and every single time we release an episode like we are now we also release an additional episode which is called foo for thought uncut yes on foo for thought uncut we talk about life love movies sex mental health all that good stuff we talk about Everything across the board. Yeah, um, it's
1: yeah, it's pretty bananas. It's yeah, a-
0: <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's off the rails a little bit. Yes, uh, we have more fun—not more fun, but we we are very open. We're very free on that episode. Yeah, and we talk about lots of stuff that we wouldn't talk about on this episode. Uh, but we have a whale of a time, and also. Uh, you'll get videos now and again. So what I do is I do movie reviews every so often, and I also do Blu-ray collection updates where I just talk about the movies that I've uh, recently bought uh, pretty much in depth. So I actually really, really like doing those, and it seems everyone likes doing them. I might
1: pop up in something.
0: Devon might pop up in a video, absolutely. Every so often, if you are the highest tier of uh, of patron, then you get to vote on which movie we do for Foo for Thought. Um, you,
1: you will see a video of the the very planned-out selection process, the yeah. very high-tech, the very complicated selection process.
0: Yeah, Devin picks out three movies. I tell her that she can't pick... She goes through and goes, what about this one? I say, nope. She goes, what about this one? I go, nope. And then eventually we pick three, <laughs> or she picks three. Uh, speaking of patrons, they actually voted for tonight's movie. Um, they voted for this one that we're doing. Uh, also, if you're at the top tier of our Patreon... You officially now get our first ever audio commentary for a movie. Last week, we did an audio commentary for Paranormal Activity.
1: Yes, and if you're wondering, what the fuck does Paranormal Activity have to do with uh, Kung Fu Cinema? Not a goddamn thing. However, uh, we've talked about that movie uh, a lot. Mm, We talk about how uh, Cyrus is not a fan of horror movies and how this one scares him. And for fun... We were just like, let's watch it and do commentary.
0: Yeah, in the dark, all lights off. Yep. Um, and it was a good time. It was. We had a very good time. We've had positive feedback about it so far. Yeah, can't um, hear
1: them. Although when I list, um, like when I listened to it, yeah, I could hear it through my hair. Through my okay. headphones. I could hear the film not very cl- not very well obviously yeah. but I could hear it so yeah you know it's it was our first go it's a work in progress you know so if we decide to do it again you know we'll pick some other random like maybe something a little bit more funnier we
0: might yeah. even let the patrons vote on
1: it or that too yeah. yeah but you know if you guys like it then that's something we'll do again it was just for fun
0: and speaking of our patrons these are the wonderful people that uh, are part of our very small but very uh, lovely community um Alpha Rookie is our newest uh, uh, patron. Yay! Uh, Alpha Rookie is a wonderful guy. I talked to him uh, via... Oh, God. Um, Evans... I'm trying to choose which one. I don't even think the volume's up. Okay. Oh. Go ahead and pick one. All right. Great. Good job. <laughs> Good job. You're a technical wizard. Thank you. Thank Alpha thank Rookie, you. Alpha great Rookie. guy. Uh, we got Dustin, Nick, Shane, Nicholas... Not to be confused with Nick. Amok Pal Rama. Rama. Disconnected, aka Ryan. Tristan Glover, aka Martial Arts Film Freak. Jack Chu, Art School Dropouts. School dropouts yay. Eloquent.
1: Eloquent, yay. James.
0: And the legendary Donjutsu.
1: Legendary
0: Donjutsu. Yes. We have these all these beautiful people uh, that support us. And uh, every penny that you send our way, uh, we I try and make it uh, go towards the podcast. Um, we uh, At one point, I would like us to have like uh, mic stands and good mics. I mean, our mics are fine. But I'd like us to have hands-free mics at some point.
1: That would be lovely. Because yeah, I am known like to
0: move about. Yeah. And to not, uh, not
1: be grounded would be great.
0: Yep. Okay. All right. We are going to talk about a movie this episode. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get back to my notes. How shitty. Are we
1: talking about a movie this episode? We
0: are. We are talking about... Nice. 1977's The Invincible Armor. Some people just call it Invincible Armor but I tried to be official. Tried to be official and uh, call it by its proper title, which is the Invincible Hour, nineteen seventy seven film directed by Ung Si Yoon. Um, martial arts directors were Wu Ping and Xu Xia. I'm probably saying his name wrong. The assistant martial arts directors are Corey Yoon, Yun Biao, and Yun shun Yi. Starring John Liu, Tino Wong, Huang Jiang Li, Philip Ko, Corey Yoon, Lee Hoi Sang, and Yun chun Yi. Yun Biao creeps up in there as well. Um, in Germany, this film is simply known as Shaolin Steel Death Grip. It's a terrible Wh- name. Which title do you prefer? Not that. There's no Doesn't there's no sense. Shaolin in this film. Yeah. There's not a hint of Shaolin in this film.
1: Yeah, the death grip, fine, but still.
0: Yeah. And uh, I thought this was just interesting. I just found out this this little fact, and I just thought I'd say it. This film came out the same year as the first Star Wars film. Did it? Yeah, 1977. Devin's playing with our cat, and she's going to start biting Devin, and Devin's going to get very upset. Yeah, well, she was going for the, the
1: reporters. So I was trying to... It looked like she was literally about to start walking across it.
0: Oh, yeah, that's not good. Right. Let's turn this button down. All right. You can't just hang on. What are you doing? Shifting position? Okay, Devin's now wandering over to distract our cat. Uh, sorry if this is a bit of a shamble so far. That's because we're in... Well, I'm so used to recording in Cyrus's place and I have a specific setup and I sit in a very specific place and we get everything up and running uh, okay and I have my drink in a specific place. But now we're here. It's me and Devin on the same couch, which is weird. And then we have this mental cat running around. Um, yes, for anyone who doesn't know, we have a little kitten called Moon and Moon is a biter. She likes to bite. playfully, yes. Playfully, but it's a bit hard. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the movie. Alright, she is probably distracted now. Yes. So, Devin. Sir. You're the only one here, so I have to ask <laughs> you. Yes. The Invincible Llama. Yes. How did you feel about it? It was pretty good. <sighs> gads and gadzooks. It was
1: pretty good. I I, I have some issues. Alright. Um, but uh, overall, I would say it was a pretty good film. Definitely, uh, I liked the 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 fights, the choreography. Okay. Um yeah, I enjoyed it.
0: Why do you always like films when Cyrus isn't here? <laughs> you end up watching <laughs> the true? You end up no, I mean you end up watching like the good like the real good ones. Oh. When, by that, personally watching this film again i haven't watched this film in many many years um i have uh, obviously it's not available on blu-ray um i have a very shoddy not shoddy actually i have a very fine watchable dvd copy of it but we managed to find not even find it but it's very easy to find on youtube um for anyone who doesn't know obviously wu-tang collection is the biggest youtube channel for movies when it comes to kung fu movies we found a Actually, someone sent it to me—a uh, print of *The Invisible Armor* that was in Mandarin with English subtitles, uh, which blew me away because I have—I've ne- only ever watched this film dubbed, uh, never seen it in uh, subtitled before, ever. And uh, to watch it subtitled was really like a real joy. I-, I really, really liked it, and I have to say, again, haven't seen this film for a while. This film may. B- if- crept into my top 15 Kung Fu films of all time. Oh, really? Maybe top 10.
1: Oh, really?
0: I had a fucking blast with this film. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. From start to finish, this film was everything. Everything I wanted. Um, it was an absolute joy. And I'll go ahead and say something else as well. For my entire Kung Fu cinema-loving career, I've always taken a big poop all over John Liu. I've always, always said that John Liu was the weakest of the kickers, right? We all know that John Liu is a, uh, well, I hope you all know, that John Liu is a, like, a, a well-known for being a kung fu cinema kicker. Like, he's he's placed up there with the best, like Huang Tang li Casanova Wong, uh, even Sun Chen from the Venoms, people like that. And I've never rated John Liu. Never. I've always said that he was a one-trick pony. Guys, I was wrong. I was so fucking wrong. John Liu in this film, his boot work in this film is bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. He is kicking left, right, and center and he is doing an incredible job. So, um, all that shit talk I've said about John Liu, uh, I take it back. I take it back. Um, Yeah. How do you feel about the main character?
1: We're talking about General Chow. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I liked him a lot. I would agree with you. His kicks were fun. Uh, a lot of his fights were really, really good. Nah, um,
0: he is. His kicks really like blew me away in this film. They're weapons, and you know, I uh, do enjoy weapons fights. You do enjoy a weapon fight, and the weapons took a while to come. Yes. And funny enough, in my notes, I literally typed halfway through the film, I was like, does John Blue do weapons? Because I didn't know, I've never seen him use a lot of weapons, but he does in this film. Uh, he uses, uh, uses a few, and uh, of course you got your bad boy, Tino Wong, who I don't know why. Which one is that one? Tino Wong's uh, the guy who's after him. The other lead, yeah, basically. What was his name? Uh, he changes his name in the film. I oh. swear to God, he changes his name.
1: Yeah, I got. I have nicknames happening in this movie. Oh,
0: go on then. You're gonna have to give us some as we go through. Uh,
1: the white hair twins.
0: The white hair twins. Oh, at
1: one point I called them the sinister white hair twins. Okay.
0: Um. <laughs> quite honestly, that's quite on the nose. It's quite good. Yeah. Uh,
1: they're to differentiate between the two. Uh, The one of them was called uh, White Eagle Claw. I called him White Eagle
0: Okay, that makes sense. Um,
1: I think those were the main ones.
0: Okay. Uh, For those that don't know, there are three white-haired and white-bearded people in this film. Yeah. um, Which is a rarity for a film. Yeah. uh, one of them, I don't even know who the actor was that played him, uh, but he doesn't last long. He he dies pretty quickly. But the two main whitehead villains, who are the brothers, one is played by Huang Zhang Li. Of course, we all know who he is. Possibly, in my opinion, I'll say this, in my opinion, the greatest Kung Fu villain of all time. And then the other one is played by Philip Ko, or Philip Ko Fei, who is the most underrated Kung Fu cinema actor of all time, again, in my opinion. Uh, Philip Ko is an absolute beast, and he's a beast in this film as well. Yes. So, let's get into the film proper. Let's discuss what happens. I'm glad you liked it. I did like it. So, because this is wild. Because this is a um, this is an independent studio kung fu film. Right. This isn't Golden Harvest? This isn't Shaw Brothers. Um, this is a low budget independent kung fu film and i was very very unsure whether you were going to like this one but when it started i was just like oh maybe devon will like this one um i was a little concerned about the fight scenes um initially because it's a very distinct style of kung fu uh, yeah. choreography and it's because it's from 1977 it doesn't quite have that quickness yes i would agree but i I love the fights in this film. I did enjoy it. It helped that the talent on board is absolutely mental. Um, you know when when you've got when you've got uh, Yun Wu Peng, Yoon, and Yun Biao and Yun Shan Yi working on your choreography, you're bound to come up with a few decent fight scenes. Um, all right, so the film starts basically with Huang Jiang Li showing off his shit. Um, firstly, he just lights a bunch of candles by breathing fire. Yeah, um, which I'm pretty sure... Uh, if you l- pay very close attention, when he blows the second like plume of flame, he throws his head back, and I'm pretty sure he took his eyebrows off with that. <laughs> um, so it, it shows Quan Zhang Lee doing a bunch of moves, doing uh, a bunch of eagle claw, um, showing his iron armor, invincible ar- iron armor. So...
1: Um- so do you so my my first note so when he's explaining like how all that works so basically so if you just control your breathing mm-hmm. that makes you invulnerable yeah is that's the that's the gist mm-hmm. okay and then why and then he when you want to hear my second note oh. so there was like this little montage thing right uh yeah. cool uh but my second note is why is he sitting in a witch's cauldron right so it talks about breathing and different levels of breathing and i thought oh i thought he was gonna so yeah then he sits in this big pot and there's you know like smoke or steam you know billowing from it i thought he was gonna you know dunk himself like go under like as a part of but no he just sits in it
0: yeah don't ask i don't know why okay I i have no idea i'm not a kung fu master um but I thought Although, that I had a laugh. I thought it, it was is funny that they try and depict boiling hot water by doing like dry ice. Yeah, so it doesn't look like boiling water. It, it like does. A l- it does look like a witch's cauldron. Yeah, uh, but he sits in that, dunks himself in that. Maybe it's to toughen his skin against the heat. Huh. You know, for his iron armor. Huh. Um, also, by the but then, way, but then, yeah, okay. Huang well, not
1: Breathing, and that has nothing to do with breathing. But okay, whatever.
0: Huang Li at the start of this film, doing all this montage, is a young Huang Li. And then later on he is a white haired like villain and they don't mention that he's older. Oh you didn't even know it was him, did you?
1: No, I didn't notice. Who
0: that. did you think the guy at the beginning
1: was afterwards? I have no idea. <laughs> he's a bad guy oh because later on when uh, because i was just like how many people know this thing know this because they make it seem like it's a secret but i was like i feel like it's just but then it felt like multiple people were popping up who
0: knew it i didn't
1: realize that that was oh that's the same guy oh well then that makes more sense
0: i love the fact that there's this character at the beginning and you watch the entire film and you must have gone when's this guy gonna come in
1: i did it i just he just kind of i just felt like he just disappeared good stuff Oh, that, okay, that makes more sense then.
0: Um, by the way, this release has wonderful subtitles as well. I just want to say that. Whoever We're did good. the subs for this is really, really good.
1: So, question, so sorry. So, uh, controlling your breathing makes you invincible, and that's how you get the uh, the iron armor, Correct. right? But the Eagle Claw makes you invincible too?
0: No. Why would that make you invincible?
1: Cause I, it seemed like when he was talking about the Eagle Claw, how like no one can defeat the Eagle Claw. Well, how
0: it, it, yeah, he's a master of the Eagle Claw, and it's like a very good style to be a master of. They
1: made it to me in the subtitles and made it sounds like it made it. It made it sound like the Eagle Claw also made him invincible. Well, no, like
0: knowing that style makes you like one of the best fighters. It doesn't make okay. you vulnerable. Okay. But it makes you one of the best fighters. Okay. Yeah. Hwang uh, Jung Lee uses the Eagle Claw in a lot of films. Okay, um, he actually uses it in the Jackie Chan film *Snake in the Eagle Shadow*, which we have never done. Um, but yeah, he's 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 pretty good with the old Eagle Claw. Okay, um, not Chinese, by the way, Hwang Jung Lee. No, Korean. Huh. yeah, just an interesting little fact for you. Um, the opening fight in this scene in, scene, in this film, is absolutely bonkers. Not because it's particularly good. It's really not. It's fine. Um, but the t- the talent involved in this fight is crazy. So, it's Lee Hoi-Sang, and it's Yun biao Yun Yoon-Shun-Yi. Yoon-Biao was in that opening fight. Yeah, you don't see him very well, but it is him. Oh. And, uh... Again, I don't know if I'm fucking up this name. Xu Xia. One of the- so basically, all your assistant fight choreographers are fighting Lee Hoi Sang at the start. And of course, those that don't know Lee Hoi Sang, he is... The assassin. Yes. Gotcha. You've probably seen him in a ton of films. Um, he is the uh, the monk that fights Gordon Liu in Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin. And he's also the bad guy in The Magnificent Butcher. Oh. For those not familiar with him. Um, so you get a little scuffle... With uh, basically, um, Li Hoi Sang has this sword. So, question. Uh, you. Yep. I'm sorry. No,
1: go ahead. Because after that fight, I was just like, "Why the fuck are these de- are these guys trying to steal his sword?" So it's all just you know um, jumping ahead. Is that all just a ploy just to get him?
0: It's it's insane.
1: Because I, I through don't through the whole thing. I was just like, "Why are these guys after his sword? What's so special about it?"
0: So it had to be a ploy. But how did he know that John Liu would walk around the corner and see him?
1: Right. Unless they, like, may, it's Yeah, so there's a lot of assumptions, mate. So unless they know that he... Maybe at a certain time of day, he always takes a stroll down that street.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So basically what they're doing is staging a fight so that when John Liu sees them...
1: But we don't know they're staging a fight. This fight happens. Yeah. And then... But then, and then it just leads to him getting invited to meet this uh, minister. And... I was just like, why are they trying to steal his sword? I was like, what's happening? What's the
0: what was Did you the see point that sword? of
1: sword? Yeah, I mean, I saw. Of course, yeah.
0: It's the worst looking sword.
1: Yeah, I was just like, and then yeah, when the they sword revealed this it, film, it, I <laughs>
0: promise you, looks like something the Green Ranger would have from Power Rangers. Yeah. When I saw, it, I was just like, that's a Green Ranger sword.
1: Yeah, it didn't. It wasn't very impressive,
0: which made me equally confused. Even the craziest more confused. thing is while Lee Hoi Sang fights at the beginning, his sword is under wraps. He doesn't even pull it out. He doesn't even use the sword.
1: Well, he uses... Yeah, he doesn't use the sword sword, but he uses it to fight. But it's still,
0: like, sheathed and wrapped up. Yeah, and when John Liu pulls him aside into this, like, little restaurant, he says... Which one was John Liu? The main character! What's... I need...
1: You're giving (laughs) me their real names. I don't know who they are. I need their character character name.
0: I'm not the character names. I didn't write it down. General, General Cho. General Cho. Okay, yeah. I don't right.
1: obviously I don't know what their real names you are, so you learn. saying that does nothing for me. You have to learn. I don't know who you're talking about.
0: Uh he says to Lee Hoi Sang, I've seen how well you handle your sword. He hasn't. Because he didn't use the sword. He just used it as like a, a bludgeoning that, device. Maybe that's what he meant. Well, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> um yeah, so it doesn't really uh make any sense. To, um Did you
1: see that one guy get slapped?
0: It slapped.
1: Oh, you didn't? S- there was a part of that fight, is um, he just kind of bitch slapped this one, too. Oh, it yeah, was hysterical.
0: there's a few bitch slaps in this yeah. film. There's one it later is, on as well. It was hysterical. Um, so what happens is uh, John Lee ward General Cho, thank you, uh, hires uh, Lee Hoy Sang, whose name I can't remember. Who, who long? Yes, okay, hires who long to um protect the emperor essentially he takes him to the head of this this that other general the emperor no that wasn't the emperor but the ultimate goal was him to be hired to protect the emperor oh okay he takes him to this other general and the general's like okay i'm going to test your skills to see how good you are they have a conferred conver- to him as a minister minister they have a conversation about about um i thought Huang chan li was the minister
1: there, there I there are two different people who are okay. as
0: minister. So you guys take it to a minister. Both of uh, the white haired dudes. Okay. And the minister says, I'm gonna test your style after they go back and forth talking about kung fu styles for about twenty eight minutes, it seems. <laughs> and he goes, All right, I'm gonna test you out. So he fights uh uh Hulong or Hulang, Hulang and um Hulong kills him, he pulls out a knife and he kills the minister. Yep. And then he fucking jumps on top of a building and, and runs away. And fucks off. But of course John Liu gets framed for the murder. Sorry, General Cho gets framed for the murder because he's got blood on his hands. Yeah, they just, you know,
1: he's just like, oh my God. And, you know, he's leaning over a uh, dead dude's body and then, like, yeah, some soldiers come in and they're like, you killed him! Yeah,
0: Yep. Even though he's been a dedicated protector of him for years. Right. Um, so they're like, okay, John Liu, uh, sorry, General Cho, you're in trouble. Um, so he flees. Yeah. He fucks off. Yeah. Um, and uh, he does a wonderful thing, right? He runs to his uh, ancestor's, uh, what's that called? Grave? or It's not really grave. Oh, um, it? like an altar? altar. Or... Thank yeah. you. That's what I'm looking for. Runs to his ancestor's altar. Oh, altar? Altar. And he prays and says, you know, help me get revenge on these people who killed the minister. Right. And then a bunch of guys come in. And he fights them all. And he knocks them all down. Yeah. And he could just walk out. He could just walk out the building. Instead, he does this mental jump out of the window. Yes. Absolutely unnecessary. I would agree. Just leaps out. The door's like, open. Like kind of sideways, right? Yeah, kind of.
1: Yeah, kind like of. his back was to the. Gra- it was yeah. It was, the angle of it was bananas.
0: Yeah, he could have just. He could have just left, and uh, he uh, he just side He could have just walked out the door, and says he jumps out the window. Yes. Um, then we get... Um, other uh, other white-haired guy. We get other white-haired guy, who is Huang Zhang Li, who is another of the ministers in this film, who's ultimately... White-haired Eagle Claw. Yes, ultimately the villain of the piece. Uh, he says, one of my favorite quotes of the film, he says, I hate to death traitors, rebels, and troublemakers.
1: Troublemakers, pesky troublemakers.
0: I like that. I like he says, I hate to death. I like that. Um, So we get to meet him. And basically, he says, right, you're going to have to go and take some guys to go and get General Cho and kill him. Um, Because he's he's on the run now. He's a fugitive. Right. Right. He's Dr. I can't remember the name of Harrison Ford's character in The Fugitive. I don't remember. Kimball. Dr. Richard Kimball. I got it. That's who he is. He's Dr. Richard Kimball. Okay. What's the last time you saw The Fugitive? Uh, it's been some years. But I bet it doesn't hold up.
1: I don't know. I feel like we watched it because I don't think I had seen it before. I feel like we watched it maybe like before COVID.
0: Had you seen the sequel before you saw the original?
1: Possibly. Don't remember.
0: <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> Everyone forgets. But then we watched it again. Everyone forgets that that's a Wesley Snipes film. If you're ever playing a game where you have, oh, US, to, yeah, US you have to name the most Wesley Snipes films and it's going back and forth and you're like Blade, Blade 2, Money Train, and you go back and forth, a nice one to have in your back pocket is U.S. Marshals. Because people don't think about U.S. Marshals. Oh, that's hardly one. I know which one. I, though I can't remember the name of it, but it's a better one. What do you... The sentence you just said made no sense.
1: Sorry, like if you're thinking like um in terms of um like one to keep like in your back pocket. Oh, go on. If you're naming Wesley Seifel. Oh, but you don't know the name. I can't remember what the name of it is. You'd lose the game then. What happens? But in- it's like, but if you guys know, the what? um the skydiving one.
0: Drop zone. Thank you. That's what it is. Drop zone. That's a good one as well. Yeah. That's a good one. There's yeah. a lot of people would be like passenger fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one. Uh, not a lot of people would probably uh, throw out murder at sixteen hundred either. Oh true. I, I think people don't know that one very well. And maybe you might be able to get away with the Wesley Snipes and Sean Connery film Rising Sun. Keep that one in your back pocket as well. Dolomite. Oh, I forgot he was in that. He was hysterical. Yeah, he's great he with Dolomite. So that whole good. film's good. Yeah. He's yeah. so fucking Dolomite good. Dolomite is my name. If you ever watched it on Netflix, go ahead and watch it. By the way, you don't have to know anything about Dolomite, because nope. I knew nothing about Dolomite. Me neither. Um
1: Yeah, it's But oh my god, Wesley Snipes is (laughs)
0: fantastic. Do you know who Mia Goth is? Mia Goth? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Um, Mia Goth has just been cast in the new Blade film. And uh, I'm a big fan of Mia Goth. I think she's really, really good. Um, She was in uh, X, and she was in the X prequel Pearl. Uh, Both great films.
1: No, sir, I don't.
0: You'd like X. I think you should watch it. I've got it. It's like a slasher film, but it's not like... Super like gory, or it's like it's kind of cheesy and kind of fun. I think you'd like it. We'll see. That is a big fat no, <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, where's we'll he science films? We should play that uh, at some point, just go back and forth with a certain actor and see okay. see who wins. Um, uh, yes, so uh, Huang Zhang sends the guys after John Liu and then oh,
1: sorry, go on.
0: I just thought of another one. Oh, another Wesley Snipes <laughs> one? Tu Wong Fu? Yes. Yeah. That was, I already had that one. Also so good. I already had that one. Also yeah. so, so good. So, we've just gone over all these alleged, like, <laughs> uh, like under-the-radar Wesley Snipes films. What are the fucking top Wesley Snipes films? Blade? Blade 2? Obviously, yeah, Blade and Blade 2. What else? Demolition Man.
1: Oh, yeah, he's bananas
0: in that one. He's great. Simon Phoenix. Yeah. Great villain.
1: What are the are those it?
0: Of the popular films as well. No, he's been This in, might be uh, it. Passenger 57, I think people know about. Do you know what? Two other films. Oh my god, two other films people don't think of. There's uh, one called Boiling Point. And oh, the one with I Robert just watched De Niro called The Fan. Oh
1: my god, babe. How could we not? Uh White Man Can't Jump.
0: White Man Can't Jump. Jesus. I'm gonna say it. The single greatest sports film of all time. And I am fucking livid that they are remaking it. Are they? Really? Yes. Ew. With a with a rapper in uh, in the white man's role. Uh, I don't know the name of the rapper, like Harry Styles or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's I don't know his name. Oh, I can't remember. And there's a trailer What's out, the and the trailer did nothing for me. Oh, Wes, I didn't even. Wesley it. is fantastic in that film. He's so fucking good, and so's Woody Harrelson. It needs like a 4K amazing Blu-ray release. I used to I used to, I used to watch Wesley. Uh, Oh, I used to watch White Men can Jump good movie. all the time growing up. All the time. I can quote that film pretty well. What's her name's in it? Uh, Rosie Perez. Mm-hmm. She goes Billy. She does that a lot. <laughs> and she's going on Jeopardy. It's a damn good film.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. I just got some more of that. I'm looking at his uh, yeah, You're
0: cheating now. I'm looking at his filmography. Just yeah. What's I some heard. other popular ones? I literally
1: just watched this like a month ago. New well. Jack City. Whether it's popular or not, but oh, I that's remember. that's a
0: very popular one. People uh, love New Jack City.
1: And then Brooklyn's Finest, which I completely forgot that's about. That's a great underrated that film. That is a very Brooklyn's good Brooklyn's Finest
0: is a fucking great film. Yeah. I think that's written by um um is it written by the guy who uh wrote Training Day? I think it is. I don't yeah. know if it's directed by him. Anyway. Yeah. What's his snipes? Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> um need, he needs to have a cameo uh, in Blade. They have to give him a cameo, right? I mean, I would hope so. It'd be so cool if they gave him a cameo. That'd be great.
1: Can I ask you a question? Mm, yes. Regarding this movie. Yeah. So you know we've got uh we've got um fugitive Chow yeah and all these different people are after him. He's yeah. after someone, but then there are points in this movie where people who are like lagging but are like after people, they somehow pop up like ahead of them, in front of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> welcome to the world of kung fu cinema
1: right like and and then also one of one of my one of my notes for this movie is too many cooks in the kitchen and what i mean A lot of people go in, what yeah. i mean yeah. by that yeah. is you know yeah. you start out with the film you know and i've i've established like who people are yeah. and i assume that it's going to be about these set of people but then all these randos just pop up philip Co. out of nowhere
0: whitehead brother Philip Ko does not need to be in this film no. at all. No. Absolutely pointless. He is he is Hulong's master in this film, uh, who is Lee Hoi Sang. Uh, he is Hulong's master. Um, but he doesn't need to be in the film. No. He could have just had Hulong continue to run. But they introduce Philip Ko just yeah. because he pops up. you get a Philip Ko versus Huang Zhang Lee fight, yeah. which is fucking beautiful. He
1: pops up. And then like later on, uh when um there's like some sort of rebel leader who pops up. The dude with the dirty face, oh, he yeah. pops up. Yeah, and then and Biao and the other guy pop up. Where like, who they work for? Or I was just like, who? You know, who are all of you? Yeah. Why are all of you just randomly just popping up just to have a, a little fight? And. That bit I didn't... I mean, that that aspect of it I did not care for.
0: Oh, well, you've just got to think about it like this, right? you got to think about all the characters that get added. It just makes for another fight.
1: Yeah, no, I get it, but...
0: Yeah. This film's action-packed, by the way.
1: No, I understand. I just want a, a reason.
0: How did you feel about uh, the white-haired villain versus white villain fight um, when he goes to grab his testicles? How did you feel about that? <laughs>
1: Uh, the old testicle grab. So, actually, so I, I tried to come up with a, uh, a name
0: for that move when
1: they go for it. Because there was another movie that we watched where there was some testicle oh, grab. There's a lot of
0: ball grabbing in Kung Fu. A lot of it, especially with Pi Mei and, and the like.
1: And I was trying to come up with a name for it. Okay.
0: Uh, I, I'm going grab?
1: No. Oh, that's pretty. Well, no. Okay. Like, uh, so this was when, um, uh, White Haired Eagle. This is more towards the end. And, uh, he was using his Invincible Armor technique. Okay. So, so I have um, Invincible Eggs, because, of course, they use the comparison exactly I like with it. the eggs. I like it. Invincible Nads.
0: Never use the word Nads ever again. No. <laughs> no. Never use the word Nads in my presence. <laughs> Um. But, yeah, those are only two that I... Nads? Effort.
1: Yeah. How upsetting. Uh, no? No good? Nads! Okay. Something with Invincible in it. Invincible, invincible eggs was. I used nuts. I thought that was too obvious. Okay.
0: All right. So, did you understand the dynamics of what was going on?
1: Right. So okay. basically, so, <laughs> so really, so he's so invincible. The invincible armor technique, when it comes to uh, the uh, testicles, yeah, is basically he just sucks them up into his body.
0: He just sucks those bad boys up.
1: So there's nothing really invincible about it. They're just not, he's just making it so they're not dangling down there. That's right. So that you can't get
0: them. No one can grab his balls. Right. Because he sucks them up into his body. Right. Which you shouldn't. Which he shouldn't?
1: Which you shouldn't. It's not good for you. Your testicles are not meant to be inside your body.
0: I don't even know how to. I don't know what to say to that.
1: So if it's anything like uh, in dogs, oh, they're okay. supposed to be hanging down there because they're supposed to be at a lower temperature. If they're in your body, then um, they're uh, it's a higher body temperature, and uh, that's not good for them.
0: By the way, guys, all the all the males listening, please share this experience with me. I had to share it. I haven't had experience had an experience when I was young I'm sure we've all had this do you ever have that time when you lose a testicle when not now how just, young oh probably in my teens huh, okay. where one of your balls just go up into your body and you lose it and you can't find it and it's fucking freaks you out but then you do a bit of digging and it goes bloop and comes back out <laughs> is there, Did anyone else have that or is it just me I'm pretty sure I've met people that had that same experience where you just lose a bollock
1: hasn't happened since though
0: no no but i've let's face it i've got old man balls now they, <laughs> they, they swing you know they're they're pendulous <laughs> these days so i don't think they're going they're going up um no okay so, yeah good i think uh, as a man they say uh, the two th- uh, two things that keep growing right in a man are your nose and your ears Really? I think your scrotum keeps growing as well. Your but nose
1: and your ears, really?
0: Yeah, as an old man, your nose and your ears continue to grow. Interesting. Yeah. But I think uh, the scrotum continues to, to dangle <laughs> and, and get get more pendulous. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. But yeah, losing the ball it was terrifying. It happened to me a number of times huh. when I was a kid. And then you always got terrified because you always had that friend who uh, had you got the two testicles, obviously, and they swap sides, and they get tangled together. I or, like Everyone I knew had a friend that that happened to. Um, I have a friend, I had a friend who that happened to, and uh, he had to go to the doctor and get them untangled.
1: Could that really happen?
0: That's can, real. That can really happen. Yeah, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Absolutely. Hmm. I, I can't remember what it's called. It has a specific name, but I can't remember what it's called.
1: Testicles are weird.
0: They are... Yeah, that's all I've got. They (laughs) just just are. Testicles are weird. Yeah. Um, But they definitely depict testicles in this film through the usage of eggs. Yes. I appreciate that. We like a visual. Um, I'm just looking through my notes now. Uh, I just put Philip Coe is an absolute beast. He really is. Why Why didn't he ever get any good starring roles? Can anyone name a film where Philip Coe is in the lead? I've probably forgotten a bunch of them, but... I cannot. <laughs> you cannot? No, I didn't expect you. All right, then we get introduced to the kid in this film. Oh, yeah. So General Cho walks into this house. There is a kid there, right? Firstly, I don't know what the fuck the kid's building. It, it made looked no- weird. It didn't make sense. All he's doing is he's not hammering nails into it. He's just hammering it. In various different places. No nails, just hitting it with a hammer, which made me laugh. And I don't know what he's building. It looks crazy. There are are
1: lots of legs happening. Lots of legs.
0: Yeah. Um, That's also the name of my dance troupe. No legs?
1: Lots of legs. Lots of legs.
0: Sorry. How did you forget that? You just ruined the joke as well. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Sorry. Uh, Lots of legs. Lots of legs. Um... So he tells uh, General Cho, he's like, hey, uh, come in, uh, have a rest for a second. And um, then he's like, my sister's going to be here soon. And then we get a bunch of, uh, and this is a throwback or a callback, we get a bunch of troublemakers walk into the house, and they're like, oh, I'm here to take your sister. Yeah, I'm going to take
1: her, and I'm going to marry her.
0: My wife. And um, the kid goes, Okay, you can have my sister, but only if you can uh, knock me down with 10 blows, within 10 blows. Right. Surprise, surprise. The kid knows the invincible, sorry, the iron armor technique. So they cannot knock him down in 10 blows. Right. John Liu, General Cho, goes, Yo, dog, you know iron armor? He's like, Yes, dog, I do. And he's like, Yo, dog, can you teach me? and then the little kid goes can you teach me some shit so they go hells yeah and then, then they, they
1: train together
0: train together honestly in the first lesson that we see john liu general cho does not teach the kid a fucking thing he just shows off yes he's doing the splits in multiple ways yeah i he's thought he was going to break dance at one point <laughs> i would have loved i would have loved that
1: cuz there was lots of flips there was there was going down in splits and then and then changing like directions in the yep. in the splits and yep. yeah, and it looked like he was like two seconds away from hop, popping up and breakdancing. Standing splits, forward splits,
0: side splits. Uh, pretty sure, by the way, every time John Lee uh, does a somersault in this film, it's definitely Yum Biow. Yeah, I thought so not, too. not John Lee. Um, same with Tino Wong as well. I think when he does somersaults, it's it's probably Yum Biao Yeah, it um, didn't didn't look like it was going to be that. No, no well Although there is some fucking great acrobatics in this film. Something mm-hmm. is <laughs> At some point, there's a, like a series of like back somersaults and uh, they don't even put the down. They don't like handsprings. They're straight up somersaults. It's really, really cool looking. Um, so the kid teaches uh, John Liu the iron finger technique, which guess what? Is the only technique that can defeat iron armor. What a coincidence. It
1: looks more like it was like a finger into iron fists.
0: Kind of, right? Yeah. The iron finger loosens them up. And then the then they get fisted yes so yeah there's a yeah is I like it though I like the style, because it's not just a finger right. uh, jab I don't always like finger jabs in films they get kind of boring but the finger then devin's actually doing the technique on my on my side now good job nice yeah nice it also reminds me of a kind of style that they do in um, mad monkey kung fu where he just finger finger knuckles fist back of hand. Good job. Good yeah, job. Thanks. Devin just did that on me. Yeah. Um, we will do Mad Monkey Kung Fu at one point, but I'm a bit worried about doing that one because I don't think these two are going to like it that much.
1: Is there um, going to be like monkey noises?
0: Yes, probably. Mm. There's also a monkey that gets killed in the film, and it's a real monkey.
1: Nope, 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 um, nope, nope, nope. So. by nobody- Oh. Speaking of which, did not care for the monkey don't, that was in this movie. Don't
0: like the monkey in this film. It's very sad. I, yeah, I mean, this, not happy. And one
1: hundred percent, I will not. If you, I will. If I will not watch that other one, I don't want to see a monkey getting killed. You don't. Don't right. care. I don't care.
0: Okay, I don't like it because you do see it get hurt, I will say. Nope, um, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, yeah the monkey okay. in this film is very sad, and it's not cool. Yeah, I'm not... Um, a, I was over not the years, so. over the years, honestly, I, when I was young, and I'm not going to go on too much of a tangent, but when I was young, I used to be able to watch films with... Uh, this sounds weird. There are horror films, right, that feature animal cruelty in them, real animal cruelty. No. And I'm not going to go into detail. I'm just saying that as a as a youngster, as a teen, I used to be able to watch those quite easily. I used to just be like, oh, this is mean. This is horrible. Um, and kind of continue to watch it. Recently, I watched both Cannibal Holocaust and Cannibal Ferox, and I felt... So emotional seeing the violence towards the animals. I struggled. I don't even think I finished them. I finished Cannibal Holocaust. I don't think I finished Cannibal Ferox. And I really, really struggled with it. There is no fucking uh, justification for the animal brutality in those films. And as I've gotten older, I just think it's really fucking sad. It's just heartbreaking. It is. Uh, And that's, yeah, that's, I'm glad that you feel that way. If you didn't, I would
1: we would have a problem.
0: Yeah, I know. I I just, I feel absolutely disgusted by it now and it doesn't, like, it's not something that I can just go, oh, that's terrible and continue watching. I I think I turned the film off for Ferox. Holocaust, yeah, fine, I watched it, Um, but Ferox, no, no, no. Um, yeah, anyway, enough of that. Uh, I do like that when um, uh, General Cho is talking to the kid about Kung Fu, he goes, it's your attitude that matters and not just your skill. Yeah. Not true. Not <laughs> true at all. It's all about skill and got nothing to do with attitude. Although, well, maybe some attitude. Um, so, yeah, the poor monkey. We won't talk about that. Um, so uh, John Liu's character gets chased by Tito Tito Wong what's his name Tino Wong and he is that one uh, the other the other good guy whose name we don't know oh that guy okay. yeah um, he gets arrested by him um, Devin where was he keeping those cuffs? Yeah, <laughs> Where I, the fuck was he keeping those? That was one of my cuffs? notes too. Yeah, where did the handcuffs he come from? He pulls out the biggest yeah. set of cuffs you've where ever seen in, in your life. Come from? And it's like he had them in his pants. If he was walking around with those in his pants, he wouldn't be able to walk. No, mental. Um, so he arrests um, John Lou, General Cho. And uh, there's this other guy who pops up who's basically the right hand man to uh, Whitehead Eagle, as Devin's
1: called. Oh, him. yeah. So that guy, whose name I don't recall, he was sent to basically keep an eye on the other guy. Yes. And
0: to uh, kill General Cho. Yeah. Um, if need be. I uh, like, he says, he says, there's a good quotable on this one. He says, I want his head. It's easier to carry. Yes. I like that. So then we get a bit of a scrap. Um, and then General Cho says, look. Give me three days to hunt down Hulong, or whatever his name was. And after three days, if I haven't got him, then you can arrest me, and you can take me in. And then Tino One goes, hey, okay, I'll agree to that. Meanwhile, uh, one of the Whitehead brothers goes ahead and meets the other, and uh, he goes, 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, I'll bring you Hulong. And you can kill him. You can you can get him, but really, Philip Co. Setup. It's a setup. He says, "What I'm going to do is I'm going to tie you up, but I'm not really going to tie you up." And then, when White haired Eagle, Eagle White Hair comes, White Hair Eagle, that right. dude, when he comes close to you, you stab him in his weak spot, and his weak spot is his throat. Right. Uh, at this point in the film, for some bizarre reason, it switched to the dub track. Um, it was no longer in Mandarin, and it was in uh, it was in English. Well, not English, but it was it was it's dubbing. Dumb. How should you feel about the dubbing?
1: <sighs> Meh, it was all right.
0: I actually didn't think it was that bad.
1: Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was pretty my, good. My, my, and I'll reiterate my. I don't like dubbing, and my issue with it is because the dubbing sounds ridiculous. It wasn't that the, bad. the yeah yeah. I'll agree with that. It wasn't that bad, but I just the the tone. Um, the inflections, just it all just sounds very cartoonish to me. Yeah. So I don't like dubbing and I find, I find it to be distracting. I would rather read subtitles.
0: Okay. Which I have told her, anyone listening, I have told her that in the future she's going to struggle because we know that there are a lot of these Kung Fu films that do not have the original language, and there are sub. Uh, they are dubbed, and nothing but dubbed. Um, well, hopefully, we get to avoid most of those because even films like The Victim, which I really want to put on a list, we should do The Victim. Uh, a film like The Victim, uh, thankfully, due to like um, a custom Blu-rays, uh, which I've actually got my hands on, uh, you can now watch it in like Cantonese with subtitles. So. They are out there, um, and thankfully more and more companies are putting out these Kung Fu films with uh, with subtitles. So, Thank yeah. you. Um, We may watch a few dubbed ones in the future, but I'm thinking now of the films we'd have to watch that are only dubbed, and I can't think of many. The only one I can think of is Born Invincible, which I really really want to do, because if you're a fan of Kung Fu cinema, just think about how Devon and Cyrus are going to react to Carter Wong's character in Born Invincible. They're going to go nuts. Nuts in a bad way? Nuts in a what-the-fuck-is-going-on way. Right. Yeah. Um, we did jump ahead. Uh, so, who Long decides to... Or tries to stab Huang Zhang Li in the throat. He says, haha my, ha uh, my weak spot isn't in my throat anymore because I've practiced for 10 years to move my weak spot. Um,
1: How do you move a weak spot? Hey, it's Kung Fu. Really? That's not moving...
0: A weak spot. So what? So
1: his his testicles were invincible, his but his nads. throat... Please call them his nuts. <laughs> his nuts were invincible, but his throat wasn't. And so he was like, okay, let me switch it up. I feel like if you're a man, you want to keep your nuts invincible, right?
0: <laughs> That's a fucking good point. That's a good point. I'd rather be hit in the throat to be defeated than have my nuts crushed. Right. Interesting. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Where would your weak spot be? If you could choose anywhere on your body to have a weak spot, what spot would you choose? My armpit. Your armpit? Yeah. Because it's hidden? Yeah. Your weak spot is in your armpit right now. True. Devin does not like having her armpits touched.
1: Because, okay, here's the thing though Mm -hmm. you used to tickle me. You knew, and you knew that I was ticklish there. Yes. And you would just be like, let me just, you know, just touch your armpit. And inevitably, you would try to tickle me. Yes. So that's why I don't like you going anywhere near them. Yes. Because now you've established a pattern, and now you can't be trusted.
0: Yes. I like touching Devin's armpits because she hates it so much. <laughs> it's just something I like to do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, armpits <laughs> is a good one. You know, you know where mine would be? What? The bottom of my feet. Uh, well, if you, wait, are you going to be doing any kicking? Yeah, but I don't reckon anyone will think that it's on the bottom of my foot. Right? No one's going to think it's there. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry, my headphones fell out. Um, yes, so uh, it's not in his... neck. By the way, they also randomly mentioned that the bad guy is celibate. Because um, that strengthen, strengthens your iron armor.
1: Oh, you know, I missed that.
0: Ain't no fucking going on.
1: I missed that. Yeah,
0: Huang Zhang Li has never boned in his life. Oh, he may have boned before he started practicing, but uh, he hasn't even... Not doesn't, anymore. doesn't have uh, sexual relations. Um, so, a fight happens. We jumped ahead a little bit earlier. Uh, then we get the Philip Ko versus Huang Zhang Li, Whitehead versus Whitehead head fight. Uh, really fucking good fight. Really, really good. And that's when uh, Philip Ko goes to squeeze his nuts and he ingests them into his body, and then he kills... Philip Coe with a eagle claw strike to the head. Yes. Nice. Um, fast forward a little bit, we get such a fucking random character, which you mentioned earlier, which is the head of the Rebels. Yeah. Not only is he random, but his weapon sucks. I hate it. It looks like a giant uh, paintbrush, but it's not. It's a metal thing with like a, with yeah. like a black spike on it. It's rubbish. Um, but it's also wielded by Yun Yi. Yun Yi, by the way, who plays I think four characters in this film, um, which is really really funny. If you like, if you spot him, uh, if you if you're looking for him, I think you can spot him four times in this film. But he wields it like a like a master. He's doing crazy stuff with this um, with this weapon. Yeah. Um, it's just an excuse to have a fight. Literally, it's just John Liu, uh gets to fight Yun Yi. Who doesn't want to see that? Uh, John Liu pulls out some kicks and eventually chokes uh, Yun Shen-Yi with Yi with his chain, which is dope. Um, then we get Yun-Biao Yun Biao and Cory joining the fray. Um, how do you feel about um, Yun Biao's hooked swords? How do you feel about that as a weapon? They're cool. You like those? I do like them. They're I cool. Too. Yeah. Did you see when he hooked them together? And yep, them? I've seen that. You've we have seen that, seen that in yeah, in uh, in other yeah. films, and yeah, it's. You've still seen cool. it in Crouching Tiger.
1: Have I?
0: Michelle Yeoh does it in Crouching Tiger.
1: Oh, she does, doesn't she?
0: She surely does. Yeah. I
1: haven't seen that film
0: in many years. I was thinking we should do it for the podcast. I'm down. Do you think that'll be a good one to do for the podcast?
1: I mean, it's. A lovely, gorgeous film, and the fights in it, if I recall, are pretty good. So I think we'll all very much like it.
0: So yeah, I think so. Maybe we'll put that on the list. I do, I do like a crouching tiger. I like a crouching tiger too. Um, I put a note in 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 my notes, obviously, uh, <laughs> that says uh, kung fu films need more hook swords. Mm. I think so. I think so.
1: I like those those the thing that um. <laughs>
0: Sorry, see again. Are you okay? No. You good? Um. I know what you're going to talk about.
1: Those things, what the fuck are they? Like what would you the, call like them? metal like batons with a pointy end to them? Nightsticks. Uh, yeah, metal nightstick with a pointy end. Whatever those guys. A Japanese
0: name, Tonfa. They're great. Yeah, basically he has like spearheads on his tonfa. Um, and he hands one to uh, this is Tino one we're talking about and he hands one to John Liu, General Cho, and they have a little scrap with them. Yeah, they're great. Uh I do like him. They do. Uh, they do. They do the job. By the way, Corey Yoon in this film, he's just wielding a staff. But my god, he's good with that staff. Yes. Also, by the way, the fight choreography in this film for 1977 is bonkers, like real. I don't know if there's another kung fu film from 1977 that would compare to this in terms of choreography. Not that I can think of. Um, maybe I don't know what year it is. I think I'm just. Uh, I don't know what year it is. But I'm going to say Secret Rivals 2 maybe. I'd have to look that up. Maybe that isn't 77. But yeah, like it's not it's not basher choreography and it's it's mostly shapes but it's like old school slower shapes. Oh, I don't know. It's so good though. It's beautiful to look at. Loved it. Um so uh yeah, there's a, a fight scene. Yum and Coryun get taken out. So good to see those guys fighting. Love it. Um then we basically Tino Wong is meant to arrest uh John Liu and he just goes, Nah, you can have your freedom. Yeah. It's all right.
1: I like Like I know that uh yeah, that it's you didn't kill him. You yeah. didn't kill um the other white haired minister, and so yeah. White-haired minister.
0: I'd like to be called that. That could be my rap name. White-haired minister. Yeah. Well, there's another dope rap name. There. Some guys just called the Iron Lord. That sounds like a Game of Thrones person. I would agree. Yeah. Um, So he lets him go, and then just when you think this film can't get any better, just when you're like, okay, it's got to be the final fight now. This film cannot get any better. They throw in some ninjas. Yes. Like it. So, um, Tino Wong gets to fight some ninjas. Uh, Long story short, we're jumping ahead a little bit now. Tino Wong ends up at uh, Huang Zhang Li's courtyard, I guess. I guess so. Um, And he has a beautiful mural of an eagle behind him, which uh, which is wonderful. It actually did look very nice. Yeah, it's very pretty. And um, he has a bunch of ninjas fight Tino Wong. Tino Wong pulls out a spear and has a nice spear fight, which is dope um then he fights this this henchman guy who's shit Um, yeah the fight's fine oh yeah
1: so oh yeah so the yeah um uh white-haired eagle um is you know these are like the best bodyguards from like the bodyguard school yes and they were fucking trash uh i wouldn't uh, say trash i mean he defeated them pretty easily so uh yeah i would that was my note basically these four bodyguards are trash Especially that one, it you know, that, that was like yeah, it was that guy. A fight. That yeah. guy isn't it great. It was like two seconds. Yeah, and it was over.
0: Um, then Huang Zhang uh, starts fighting Tina Wang. They have a good showdown. Uh, Huang Zhang pulls out his eagle's claw. Watch your elbow. What? Watch your elbow. You watch my elbow. <laughs> what is it? I'm about to elbow the cat. Yes. Okay. Um, they have a fight, and I tell you what. One thing the eagle claw is good for: tearing clothes. Yes. It'll tear your clothes. Yes. It'll. R- Don't fight Huang Li wearing your favorite outfit, because it's going to get fucked up. Yeah. Um, so he has. A, they have a nice fight for a while. Then John Liu just jumps out of nowhere. And um, he says, all right, it's now my time to fight him. Um, by the way, John Liu's been gone for like 24 hours. Somehow he's fashioned a beautiful pair of iron bracelets. Yeah. Which he's using. Um, good for him. Uh, and of course, he's used the iron finger style. So he starts. He starts being able to defeat.
1: it's finger fisting.
0: He does it. Yes, I like that. He's <laughs> finger. He's finger fisting. Um, Quan and he's he's defeating him. And uh, Tina Wong joins up with him, and basically they're they're he trying gotta to find his weak. That's right. Point. So he's like, it's either his
1: forehead, his temples, his pits, or his. Uh,
0: testicles. Yes, and he, it's it's process of elimination, right. basically. It's, so
1: it's it's a fact finding mission.
0: That's right. That's right. And he's he's trying to break him down. So he's hitting his head, testing, hitting his armpits, testing. Tina Wong is helping by kind of unveiling, like holding his hands up so he can yeah. reach his armpits. And of
1: course, like when all this is happening, I said out loud, "It's his t- it's of course it's going to be his testicles."
0: You did say that. You did say those. You uttered those exact words. I did. Um. And hey, you're right. Of course. Um and I just in my notes, I just hey, this is my final note. Goes in to crack those eggs. I said, the ending is bonkers. The kid comes out of nowhere. Oh yeah. Punching Huang Zhang Li makes in the head makes his balls drop. They get squished like eggs, and then the sister comes out of nowhere and lays down the law. Yeah. That's my final note. Yeah. It makes no sense. The, the boy and the and the sister should have been left out of it. They did not need to be in the end. It was yeah. pointless. They should have just had him punch him in the back of the head, his balls drop, and then he squeezes them like eggs. Um, huh, old Dirty Bastard in a song. He says, go easy on my balls. They're as fragile as eggs. I wonder if that's a reference to Invincible Armor, considering that he's part of the Wu-Tang Clan, the Wu-Tang Love Kung Fu movies. Maybe. Maybe. Rest in peace, ODB. And that's real, I can say that. Yes. Yeah. ODB uh, has the same name as one of my childhood friends. Oh, really? Yeah. What's it's his name? Russell Jones. Oh. Yeah. Didn't know that. You do now? Now. Right. Do you know what Method Man's real name is? Uh-uh. Clifford.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Isn't that yeah, wild? That's right. I forgot about that. Clifford Smith. Do you ever refer to Russell's ODB? Had you ever done that?
0: We've probably done that. Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, so basically, uh, Huang Li takes a while to die. He doesn't die quickly. he, no, he does he, he, he goes flying. He rolls about a bit. Right. He bashes into a it few things. It looked like he
1: was gonna, you know, and and yeah, like during his whole like death scene where he's stumbling about and rolling around. My thought <laughs> was, as I was watching this, I was just thinking. Of course, it wasn't going to happen, but I was just thinking it'd be so cool if he just spontaneously combusted. <laughs> <laughs> just the just I would sh- like that. Just the show that he yeah put on,
0: I would like that a lot.
1: <laughs> I just I just in my mind I was just been like that would have been great.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, they didn't have the budget to do that special. No, event, it he would have been finally
1: great. just flopped onto yeah, the ground.
0: I but it, yeah, I now. wanted to see him like poof. Um. Well, I am very excited. You liked this film? I did. Uh, I'm very excited. And I I'm- was.
1: I went in a little skeptical
0: yes I know I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy it and it's good it's a good film um, I loved it uh, but one thing I'm, I'm more happy about is I think the listeners will be happy that you like this film I think the listeners will be very happy that you like this film I
1: don't always I don't shit on every
0: no, no no but this is like Oh. This is like such an independent, oh, small, it, low it, budget. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's easy to go in and go, okay, Devon's watching a Sammo Hung, like Golden Harvest film, and go, I... okay, she might like this one. Yeah. This it. film? Maybe not. Maybe not. I've got hiccups. Oops.
1: Yeah. I think our last couple of films, I gave pretty high ratings.
0: I got a question for you as well. Yes. Would Cyrus like this film? Come on now. No. Would Cyrus hate this film? I feel like he would. Yeah, me too. Fuck that dude. Cause
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, because Cyrus yeah. is a big old party pooper.
0: We have a few films coming up, by the way, that I think Cyrus would like. I'm going to go over that in a minute because I think there's a question related to that. Um, but I do want to. I do want to talk about that briefly in a second. Um, so you want to get into a list of questions? Sure. Got a ton. Oh my. Got, oh my god, we got fucking so many. Jesus. Or some of
1: them. Or some of them would it
0: be, would it be better if Cyrus? Oh, was... maybe. Okay. probably not. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Alpha Rookie, our new patron. Yeah. Shout out to him. He says, for the podcast, what's your most interesting or favorite experience in regards to Kung Fu cinema or just foreign cinema in general? Example. I went to the Arclight in LA to see Sharpo Lung, aka SPL, aka Kill Zone, with a couple of friends, and we didn't know much about it. And, there were, and they weren't big kung fu people. Well, that alley fight between Donnie Yen and Wu Jing blew everyone's balls off and had the theatre cheering. One of those unique experiences I won't get again. Do you have one?
1: So I've you might be better if you can recall, you might be uh, better at answering this because obviously, I wasn't really into it. No. Um, you know, so and I'm trying to think, I'm sure you're the one who exposed me to it, but I'm trying to think of like a movie that you like showed me that blew my socks off. And of course, I don't remember because I have a
0: horrible memory. I think if I remember correctly, I believe you and I went to the cinema and watched The Raid 2. Did we? I believe we watched that in the cinema. Yeah, Raid 2 was great. And I believe you came out of that very happy. And I was wondering if it was like The Raids,
1: uh, the first one or the second one where I was just...
0: One of the big ones where you were truly blown away and you still talk about it to this day. It was not actually when we went to the cinema, unfortunately, but you came out of watching The Night Comes For Us oh yeah
1: oh yeah but yeah that was just yeah
0: that's a great movie yeah that was that was one of you but i was just
1: trying to think of one where it was just like between like weapons and fights where i darn i wish i could remember i can't what is there a particular film you're trying to think I f- of? I feel like there was. I feel like there was, but of course, you know, hell if I remember what it is.
0: Oh, I don't know. Maybe one of the thirty six chamber film or the first thirty six chamber but film? But not
1: but not for the podcast. Like I, I think oh. it's something it might have been something outside the podcast.
0: Oh, I've got it. I've got it. What? A film that you really, really enjoyed that we did not do for the podcast. You really like that Shaolin film.
1: Oh, with um what's his name?
0: With Andy Lau. Yeah, that was very, very good. Yeah, you like that one quite a lot. That was very, very good. Uh, While you're looking at some stuff, I'll talk about a few of mine. Okay. Um, So, uh, I was lucky enough to see the first Raid film in the theater. Um, I went by myself and uh i sat down and watched it and it was a very very um uh, quiet theater there wasn't many people there however there were i think three people sat to the right of me on this row i don't know why they chose my row they could have sat anywhere but i will say this it was a tiny theater as well really really small and um We were watching the film, and during the uh, Joe Taslim, Iko Uwais, uh, or Uwais, however you say his name, and Yayan uh, Ruhian fight, um, this girl, I think I've told this story before, just started laughing. Like, big belly laughs. And I turned to her, and she looked at me with this look that was just like, I can't help it. She wasn't laughing at the film. She was laughing because she was loving it so much. She was, like, floored by this film. She just... all the Every move that she saw, she just was blown away. And it was one of my favorite movie experiences because I realized that someone in the theater loved this film as much as I loved it. And it, it like, blew us away. And um, I just... Yeah, the, the first Raid film. Um, I also remember back in the day... I went to watch Kung Fu Hustle. uh, Although, you know, I don't love that film these days. Uh, The first time I watched Kung Fu Hustle, I really liked it. I went to watch it in a movie theater, and I was the only one there. It was just me in the movie theater. And uh, I remember coming out of that very, very much enjoying it. Um, I might have it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I really, really... Okay, so maybe it was Man of Tai Chi. Oh, you liked Man of Tai Chi? I very much liked Man of Tai Chi. You enjoyed that one. Not many weapons in that one. But no, enjoyed it. I don't remember if it. We was did that a for the podcast, part. by the way. <laughs> did we? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you really did like Man of Tai Chi. That's that's one that you really enjoyed. Um. Yeah, that's. Uh, I've never been lucky enough to see *Crouching Tiger* in the theater or anything like that. Hero or anything that really. Uh, I think I might have watched The Grand Master in the theatre. Maybe. Um, one film, one of my dodgiest experiences was when I ventured out to watch Ip Man 3 uh, in the theatre. And I had to go into Chinatown and uh, into like a suburb of Chinatown. And in this, it wasn't even a theatre. They were just screening it on basically a wall. And they put down all these folding chairs. And. Not a single person in that theater was uh, not Chinese, apart from me. (laughs) It was me and a bunch of Chinese people. Um, And uh, that was not a great experience because it was so fucking shoddy. But yeah, great experiences. Foreign language films. um, One film that will never, ever leave me is um, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, uh, which is a French film that I watched a few years ago and it was my favorite film of the year. And I wept like a child during that film absolutely bawled my eyes out and had a wonderful time it was so emotional um yeah i think i think the big one was uh, was the raid i think i think that was the big one that stands out for me okay um i just yeah I, I i'll never i never forget watching that film in the theater for the first time i think i watched it twice in the theater as well um yeah, but good for you for watching uh, Sharpo Lang in the in the theater. I can only imagine watching the uh, Wu Jing and Donnie Yen film on the uh, on the big screen. Darren hasn't seen that uh, that fight. She hasn't seen the film. Um, I was wondering if we might do it on the podcast at some point. Um, yeah, get Donnie Yen versus Sammo Hung in the finale. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, and Sammo Hung. Uh, You know, remember Killer from John Wick 4? Yeah. That's an homage to Sammo Hung in that film. Oh, really? he wears a purple suit in it. Yeah. It's a modern film. Um, But yeah, you get Donnie Yen versus Sammo Hung, and it's fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah. But the film itself is not action-heavy, and it's more of like a cop thriller.
2: Hmm.
0: Uh, So, I don't know. All right. Amok Pal says, I have a question for the next episode. Which two rappers, living or dead... Do you want to see have a battle against each other? Um, Okay, so I got a question for you, even though you can't answer because this, you know, we're we're podcasting. Um, Do you mean by battle like ver like like battle rap, like calling each other out and saying all shit against you know about each other, or do you mean the latest battle where it's like? when the Locks put their um, uh, discography against... Who are they rapping against? Was it Dipset? And like the RZA went against DJ Premier. I think you mean that, right? This versus thing that not a di-
1: Not like a diss Not like
0: a diss thing, yeah. But more like a, a discography against discography. Which is the main versus thing that's happening now. Um, I, this is an exciting premise for me. I mean, it's... I mean, the obvious one is well, no, that's stupid. I was going to say Biggie versus Tupac is the obvious one, but Tupac has so many more songs than Biggie. Mm -hmm. And if they let's say you take Biggie's best ten songs and put it against Tupac's best ten songs, (laughs) Biggie's killing him. Biggie's fucking killing him. Tupac hasn't got ten songs that can touch Biggie's discography. Um, Who would I like to hear though? Um, I don't know. There's, 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 there's so many. Like, I guess I'd, I'd want to see something like um, Farrah Monch put his best ten songs against Most Death. I think that would be really cool. Like, because that's the era that I loved hip hop. Like, it was from the raucous era, and I, I loved, I loved hip hop. That's really the time where I blossomed in terms of hip hop. So Farrah Monch against Most Death would be really, really nice. Um, I mean, you know, uh, Wu Tang can uh, can Wu Clan against Boot Camp Click. I think that's the big one. You know, uh, in terms of like two massive groups, and by massive groups, I mean in terms of members. Wu Tang Clan had what nine, ten members. Boot Camp Click had probably the same. So to put their uh, discography against each other, and if you take Boot Camp Click and you can use their individual songs as well. You've got Helter Skelter, you've got Black Moon, you've got OGC. Oh, I'm just thinking about that, and that is exciting me right now. Uh, That's the big one. Wu-Tang Boot bootcamp click. That's what I'd like to see, definitely. Um, Rest in peace, Sean Price, obviously, we'd have to have him brought back for it. Uh, And rest in peace, ODB would have him brought back as well. Um, So, yeah, that's my big one. Yeah. Bootcamp versus Wu-Tang.
1: I don't have an answer, sorry.
0: No, you're not as entrenched into the old hip-hop as me. No. However, Mark Powell does have another question. Okay. He says, oh, and one more. Some people ride steeds. The Starks had their direwolf. What animal would you like to ride into battle on? And what would be your house crest? They didn't, they didn't ride the wolves, but... All right. Okay. Um... What would you like to ride into battle on?
1: I mean, nothing beats a dragon, in my opinion.
0: It's not a real animal.
1: Did he say a real animal?
0: No, I guess he didn't. Yeah. Mm. You know what I Because in real life, you wouldn't ride a wolf. I'd try.
1: So, yeah, nothing beats a dragon. I'd like to ride
0: a rhino. A rhino? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like the like idea in, of a rhino. It like would
1: be in Black Panther, the first
0: one. Yeah. It wouldn't be very fast. No. I'd like to ride a rhino. I think if I'm riding into battle and someone turns around, they'll just like, oh, this motherfucker's on a rhino. They'd be like, oh, he's a badass.
1: Dragon, baby, all day, every day.
0: Oh, dragon. That's cheating. Call me Khaleesi. That's cheating. <laughs> it says, what, what would your house crest be? Oh. Fucking dragon. A dragon. Oh. Motherfucking dragon. Well, dragon is more kind of more my thing. Oh, I I'm know. from Wales and my flag is a dragon.
1: Well, I'm married to you, so by marriage I get yeah. I get the dragon.
0: Mine mine would be something ridiculous like um it'd be like uh two like pieces of toast. <laughs> Cuz I like toast quite a lot. Um like crossed over each other and in the background would be like an energy drink or something.
1: A dragon, dragon. with uh, crochet hooks.
0: See now you're thinking, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, mine would be something ridiculous. My, I'd have the worst family crest ever. If if it goes on like me and and like based on the stuff that I like and things like that, it'd be terrible. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, if we're gonna take the draw, it would be a cat with crochet hooks.
1: Black well, cat good. with crochet
0: hooks. That's actually good. I'd, I'd like to see that. If anyone, if anyone's an artist <laughs> out there and can do a cat with two crochet hooks, a black cat with crochet hooks, yellow eyes, please. That's if you're gonna, cool. if you're
1: gonna feature the eyes.
0: Yeah. All right. I like your answer. Um, okay. Ice Kaisi says I have a couple. Which would you rather deal with? Have no nose, but have immaculate body odor, <laughs> or be blind and have a beautiful smile? I'm going no nose. I can't be blind. I'd rather not smell than be blind,
1: but then so you're saying like you have a face with no nose, I would look crazy.
0: I don't care, I'd be able to see,
1: yeah, sight is pretty,
0: and I'd smell beautiful because I have a macular body odor,
1: but then you can always I can always mask that, but
0: not your body odor, but it's unmaskable. <laughs>
1: But just thinking of what my face would look like with no nose seems crazy to me. And You'd I'd have to be blind. And I'd have to look at my face with no nose. Your
0: glasses wouldn't stay on. Exactly. You couldn't wear sunglasses. Yeah, you Although, your
1: glasses wouldn't stay on.
0: No, and also I'm white enough to look like Voldemort.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, your glasses wouldn't stay on. So what would you, would you do? Stay on. Okay. My I don't I have mm. to wear my glasses. Oh, I couldn't wear my shades. Hmm.
0: But think, if you had a nose, your glasses would stay on, but you'd be blind, the other option. So, yeah, all right, so I wouldn't need glasses. So, bam, you wouldn't need glasses. This is mental. This is mental that you're choosing blindness over not having a nose.
1: I don't know. That's a toughie.
0: You're crazy.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess sight is makes life a lot more convenient so fine fine I guess no nose (sighs)
0: crazy woman (laughs) alright we're both we're both uh, losing our noses um another question from IceCasey what are you proud of but have never had an excuse to talk about huh
1: what am I proud of but have never had an excuse to talk
0: about it i don't know that wagon you got back there oh you're
1: talking about my butt yes gotcha oh
0: that was such an old woman response (laughs) wagon are you talking about my butt (laughs) um
1: no that wasn't what i was gonna go with no that was a joke i know um what would you
0: I don't know. I I really don't know. Something I don't talk about often is, um, and I know that this is contrary to popular belief, because if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, this probably doesn't shine very much. But I do have the ability to write. He does. Um, I can, when I put my brain to it, I can write quite well. And in the past, I have written some capable poetry. Um, I used to like writing poetry a lot, and I have you wrote- even wrote like uh, what was it movie reviews for a website. I did write movie reviews for a website. I wrote movie reviews for a kung fu website, which no one knows about. Um, I will not give the name of the kung fu website out because they were not the best people to work for. No, the guy kind of shafted me a little bit. Um, but I did write kung fu movie reviews at one point. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But uh, yeah, not the best experience in the world. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can I can occasionally write, and I can occasionally write. <laughs> I can write good. <laughs> um, occasionally, yeah. Uh, I haven't written I haven't written a poem in a long time. Um, but I, 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 not bad, not bad. Yeah, more like spoken word stuff, which I never performed. Um, less like you know. Less rhymey stuff, um, but I, I think I can write. I would agree that you can. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't. It's I don't. One of the ways he wooed me. Yeah. He wrote me poems. That's very, very true. That's very true. We'll have them all. Yeah. What can you do then that you don't talk about? Um, it's not what I can do. He said, "What am I proud of?" What are you uh, proud of? Sorry. Yes, I'm. I'm proud of being able to write. Um.
1: Yeah. What am I proud of? I don't really, I certainly don't, I don't think I have a, like a talent for anything that I'm proud of and, and don't talk about.
0: Um, I have something for you that you never talk about.
1: Oh yeah? What's yeah. that?
0: Um, you should be, you, I don't know if you are proud of this, but you should be very, very proud of the, I don't even know how to word this properly, but <laughs> the support system that you have offered me and the ability to support me um Oh well
1: mm-hmm. I mean that's a given. I mean why? It's not a given at all. No, no? not at all. Oh. If
0: anyone doesn't know I'm not gonna go into it too too many details, but um I have had some issues over the years. Um mental health issues. Uh I think most people know I'm an alcoholic by now. Recovering alcoholic. I'm uh, what was it, five and a half years? Uh, 5.6 so. 5.6 years 5.5 so years 5.5 years sober now Um, But I have had an alcohol problem And uh, I've had plenty of mental health problems And you know Had uh, some self-harming issues Um, But Devon has been this amazing rock This amazing Like beacon of hope And light And help for me And she has carried me And I mean that in, in every sense of the word, she has carried me through my tough times and uh, literally made sure that I come out the other end uh, a better person. And without her, without her by my side, I'll be quite frank, and maybe this is depressing, I'm not sure I'd be here right now. And By here, I don't mean sat on this couch. I mean I don't know if I'd be walking this earth right now if I didn't have Devon by my side. And you should be very, very proud that you've had the ability to... To be able to to like hold not only my weight but the weight of your own stuff, and uh, yeah, I think you've carried me through quite a lot, and you should be very very proud of that.
1: I was gonna say something else.
0: Yeah, you're gonna say like crocheting.
1: <laughs> I was actually <laughs> no, I had a weirder <laughs> answer. Go on. I think I I want I I have felt like or I feel like I have always had nice feet. I'm proud of my
0: feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. I'm proud. Very of different my from feet. what I just said. <laughs> very
1: different from what I just said. Uh, I'm proud of my feet, but obviously I don't talk about my feet. I think I have very
0: That's nice. That's interesting. I didn't even know that about you. I think
1: I have lovely feet. Granite, you know. I'm a. Su- don't step on it, Moon. Moon. I couldn't tell if she was going to step on it or try to jump
0: over it. You need to put her underneath your wire. Uh she's an What's idiot.
1: She doing? <laughs> um yeah, feet, hey like, now granted I wear a size ten, so I do have uh big feet, but they you are nice. They don't look big though. Yeah, they're nice, proportionate. I have nice toes. Interesting. I always have my nails my painted, so I think I have nice feet. That's what I was saying. That's why I said before, if I was ever creating OnlyFans, it would be you'd just see my feet.
0: If you can get us up to 20 patrons will post a picture of Devon's feet <laughs> on Patreon only. It's not going on Instagram, but I'll post a picture of Devon's feet on on Patreon, on Patreon. Uh feet, that's that's very interesting. I'm looking at your feet right now and they are pretty feet. I will say that. I've always thought your feet are pretty. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not really a foot fetish. Speaking of feet, actually, so I can appreciate a pretty foot, but I'm not a foot fetishist. Yeah, like I can look at a woman's foot and go, "Oh, that's a pretty foot," but I don't want to put it in my mouth or anything.
1: Yeah, that's fine.
0: Okay, should I worship your feet a little more?
1: I mean, I'm always. I always want oh, a foot get rub. Out. <laughs> get out! No one's giving me a bloody why. foot I rub. Uh, see. I love a good foot rub and why this man is so uh
0: unwilling to I'll give you a foot rub when you give me a foot rub.
1: I take care of your feet. I clip your nails. You do. I do a I bunch think of we stuff. We should
0: tell people that, but yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> Cause Sean can't be trusted. If he need if his nails need to be trimmed, he'll end up like bleeding. Yeah. Like, I don't know I don't know what your goal oh, is or no, what you I'm, think you're doing. I'm very clumsy. But yeah. And so that. I do it yeah Bam there you go so I should be getting more foot ropes
0: All right we'll think about that. Um, <laughs> I finally two great answers. Uh, finally uh, no sorry yes final two final two great questions and he comes out with a final question was just run oh, Jesus oh, was down. just wondering was finishing up the recent podcast yesterday and since Cyrus is hating the movies and Devon needs time for school, are you going to do guest episodes with people who like kung fu movies? That would be fantastic. It'll be a nice change of pace for people who are knowledgeable and can critique it under that eye. Plus, you guys can review films that Cyrus and Devon would probably despise. Well, I got good news for everyone. (laughs) Basically, as soon as I'm able to look around this house and find this very specific wire... That's what I'm looking for. Or lead, whatever you want to call it.
1: Yeah, we had board. it. Yes, with, and we used it. We uh, used it for our previous recorder. But then when we got this new, yeah, new boy, it went somewhere.
0: Yes. So basically, what this wire allows, to do. or us we could just do, order another one. Yes, which is probably what we're <laughs> going to do. Um, if you don't know, we use like a soundboard, like a like a like a basically a, a it's a, it's a specifically a podcast recording like board. Um, hence why we get to do. Oh, that one didn't. Hence why we get to do stuff like that and stuff like that um but what we have the ability is uh for is plugging in a phone which means i can call people and they can be recorded onto the podcast um
1: we have to but will it will it sound better than the way we did it with our previous recorder that was my only beef because during covid when we were still doing this obviously you know uh
0: no, would... you've you've forgotten something. Oh, Have I? Once we put you purchase that wire and mm-hmm. use that wire, it sounds oh, crisp as hell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, we used to
1: do yeah, the we podcast used to do it in a terrible. Yeah, we literally used to hold
0: the phone up to a microphone.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Remember? With terrible. Cyrus, so yeah. we have Cyrus over the phone. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, and he couldn't hear us very well. Exactly. Right. Right. So right, right, going
0: right, forward, right. we're actually going to find this wire. I'm actually going to look for it tomorrow. Then me and Dev are going to test the software. So she's going to go in the bedroom, she's going to call, and I'm going to record a a small segment with her on it. And if that all works, in the future, I promise you more guest episodes. Uh,
1: And yes, that would be more helpful for me. Whether
0: it will be more reviews with... Uh, uh, people of the a part of the kung fu cinema community, or whether it'll just be sitting down with them and interviewing them about specific films and how they got into the genre and stuff like that, I don't know. But I can promise you, I will be getting more people on the podcast, um, and it will be soon. Because tomorrow, if I cannot find this wire, I will be purchasing one first thing Monday, and then I'm hoping that maybe as soon as next week. I will try and get someone on the podcast. And we can do a, a, a special episode with... I've got a few people in line. I don't want to reveal anyone yet because I literally haven't asked anyone yet. I think I've asked two people and they both agreed, which is wonderful. Um, but I have a few other people in, in mind as well, um, which I would love to get on. So yes, to answer your question, yes. I know, I'm fed up of Devin and Cyrus too. I'm um, not so
1: bad. You're not so bad. Cyrus is the worst though
0: yeah i mean we all know that cyrus's shtick now kind of has become i fucking hate kung fu cinema Uh, so i understand that as listeners that love kung fu cinema you might be getting a little tired of that shtick so i promise i'll switch it up with people that like the films
1: yeah, your whole per- the premise of uh, the podcast is backfired with-, with
0: him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, uh, oh, that's what I wanted to to bring up as well as getting other people on the podcast that will appreciate the genre a little more. I will also and
1: definitely know a lot more because obviously yes. I don't know shit. That's okay. That's okay.
0: But also, we'll be doing more films that are coming up. We are doing some films that Cyrus might actually enjoy. Uh, for example, our next film will be Undisputed 2.
1: Oh, yeah. And also, I want to point out, so, you know, uh, Sean has a, a tough job on many levels, obviously, being the producer and the host, but also juggling uh, what movies to watch. Obviously, you know, he wants to cater to our fans, to our our listeners, um, but also trying to find a movie that he thinks that me and Cyrus, especially Cyrus, will enjoy. Yeah, I'm I'm easier to please. You're easier. My yeah. My main my main gripe is is heavy shenanigans. Otherwise, for the most part, I'm pretty good.
0: That's true. You don't like goofy. I shenanigans. don't.
1: Yeah, I don't like too many shenanigans. But otherwise, I'm I'm perfectly fine.
0: For the most part, yes. I think Cyrus is the trickier one and uh, quite frankly Cyrus is never going to listen to this episode <laughs> so I can talk shit on him. Um but uh I, my my aim is to like over the next month, two months is to pull out a few episodes that like Cyrus will hopefully enjoy. I just want to give him a little break because I know he's I, I think he's hated the last 5 films. Um, so I, I want to give him no,
1: a... the one of them was um the Michael Jai White oh, That was yeah. one of our more recent ones
0: uh, yeah he kind of liked that and I fucking hated it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so I'll, I just want to say our next film is going to be Undisputed 2 another Michael Jai White film mm-hmm. uh, kind of easy film to enjoy modern Cyrus likes modern films so Undisputed 2 the film after that is a guaranteed like from Cyrus, because he fucking loves this film. And he suggested this film. We're going to do Battle Royale. Um, yes, Battle Royale, uh, which Devin has not seen. No. No. Do you know what that's about? A battle. Battle Royale. Good job. Good job. <laughs> um, a battle with a bunch of people. It's Japanese Hunger Games. Okay. Okay, and then the film I shouldn't be doing this now but I'm going to do the film after that I think we're going to do Bruce Lee the man the myth so we're going to delve into our first uh, Bruce exploitation film Uh, pretty sure Cyrus is going to fucking hate that Uh, then we're going to do Shaolin Mantis um, which I think is a nice kind of fresh uh, type of uh, Shaw Brothers film Um, because I think it's not it's not typical and it's it's got an interesting plot it's a little slow slower oh, sorry it's a little slower than the Shaw brothers films uh, but Devin might like it because there's no shenanigans then a guaranteed win for Cyrus we are doing DOA, dead or alive baby just women in bikinis fighting <laughs> that's all that film is oh you ju- didn't that
1: just arrive
0: yeah. or, I, with, or I did not buy that film
1: I thought you posted a
0: picture of a blue. Oh, or was it? No, I posted a film with a picture of a woman in a bikini.
1: Oh, I thought it was a. I thought it was a. A
0: delivery, sorry. No, it was a delivery, but it wasn't Dead or Alive. Oh, was it wasn't? No, 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 no. Oh. No, it was a Cynthia Rothrock film called The Inspector Wears Skirts. Oh. A.K.A. Top Squad. Got it. Um, and yes, it's got very famous um, cover because it's got Cynthia Rothrock in a bra firing a gun, which does not even remotely happen in the film. <laughs> yeah, the film has zero nudity in it. Um. So we're going to do Dead or Alive, which I think is going to be a fucking riot. I think it's going to be so much better than um, uh, 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 Double Dragon. I think it'll be a fun. I think you'll get a kick out of it, even though it's women in scantily clad women okay. fighting. Um, and then we're going to do War of the Arrows, which I think Cyrus will really, really like. If you haven't seen that film, it is less martial arts, more. Well, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to talk about that film. Okay, but we're going to do it. Um. so yes lots of changes come in lots of guests lots of different styles of movies I promise you any of you that are just like well we want the kung fu we want the kung fu I understand just let me give Cyrus a breather for a few episodes and I promise we'll come back thick and fast with the kung fu films I have loads in store uh, Shaolin vs. Llama Mystery of Chess Boxing all that good stuff uh, maybe even Skinny Tiger Fatty Dragon Uh, Enter the Fat Dragon uh, well, I'm Pedicab Driver anyway. a
1: minute, which one? Enter the Fat Dragons at the Donnie Inn one.
0: Yeah, we're doing the Sam Home one. Okay. Yeah. The one that famously has blackface in it. So you got that to look forward to, Devin. Oh, dear. As a black woman. Awesome. Okay. Um. So, yes. Ice Guy I hope that answers your question. Um, all right. Adam O'Connor asked two questions. Very, very okay. simple. Okay. I like you, Adam. I like that you cut to the chase and you hit us with two questions. And they're both very unique to one another. Okay. One. Would you guys consider samurai movies as martial arts movies? Yes. Yes. Uh, we have done a few samurai movies so far. We have done 13 Assassins. We've done Rurouni Kenshin. And we did another one recently. A Blade of the Immortal. Okay. Uh, we have done those so far. Um, would I count films like Seven Samurai as a martial arts film? May- yeah, why not? Why not? Uh we will never do uh, Seven Samurai, by the way. We are not doing a four-hour movie or three-and-a-half-hour movie for this podcast. We can't do that. No. Um, but, yes, we do consider samurai movies martial arts uh, flicks. And if anyone has any recommendations as to what our, uh, samurai films they'd like us to do, just let us know. And I'm so sorry for the jingling in the background. It's our cat. Uh, she's having having a whale of a time. Uh, what toy is that, even?
1: So, the little the tower... Uh, uh... The plastic you jingle, put ball? A jingle ball. I in put it in it. It fit in there.
0: Oh, She's having a great time. Mm-hmm. So I
1: thought that would properly distract her because she was, I think she was trying to bite at my feet or something like that, and so uh, that was nearby, and so I just put it in there, and okay. it worked.
0: We do apologize for the uh, for the for the noise. <laughs> um, sorry about that.
1: But it's keeping her distracted, and that's what's most important because otherwise she'd be over here,
0: yes, causing a mischief. Adam O'Connor's second question. Yes, and this is going to be a taxing one for you. Interesting, because you've really got to think about the answer. Interesting. Okay, okay. why do people hate Nickelback?
1: <laughs> I, you know what? Go on. That is a, actually Preach. a generally a genuinely good question. Question to which I have no idea. I mean, what's the
0: best Nickelback song?
1: Well, the only one that I have, it's because and it's because I. You're wrong. What the hero hero with uh, the the guy from this other band, but I just I love it, and then especially in terms of uh, the film because it's uh, it plays a great moment in the film, right? And Yeah. yeah, and be in that in that context because I very much enjoy that Spider Man movie. That's why I love it.
0: The best Nickelback song is "This Is How You Remind Me." I wanna remember me. That one.
1: Yeah, I guess is it is it his voice? Is that what people's beef? Is? I think, or it's not like he's a he's not the most handsome of man. Uh, yeah, maybe. maybe I, a combination. I, I think don't people know. just
0: latched onto Nickelback and wrongly called them shit. Because I will go on record and I'll say Nickelback aren't terrible. Yeah, I don't think even so. look at this photograph. That isn't eh, terrible. It's not eh, a terrible. So low,
1: it's low. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, don't, I don't mind. You say that a hero could save us. It's quite a good song, actually. <laughs> here and wait. There was you go. Other guy's name, Josie, something. What his band was, I don't know. Josie and but, the Pussycats? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, but that's my, yeah, I love that song.
0: Yeah, that's not a bad song. Um, yeah, I think I think also, I, if you ask the the average human being, they will not be able to name more than three Nickelback songs. Oh, fuck yeah. So okay. no one knows about their <laughs> fucking discography. Yeah. I don't know how many albums uh, Nickelback have. They could have 27 albums, and I don't know. But they are wrongly maligned. Wrongly maligned. I don't think they are that terrible. Chad Kroger, he's got an okay voice. And the man married the Levine, he did. So, hats off to him. <laughs> Although they are obviously not married now, um, she's dating some other weirdo. But no, I, I've got, I've got no idea. Nickelback is one of those bands, and Joe, you know Nickelback is a band that that is like no other because no other band gets that kind of stick. What other band can you think of that everyone universally hates? Huh? Right? Doesn't exist. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't exist. So, yeah.
1: If someone knows the answer, let us know. Yeah,
0: why is Nickelback hated? That's a great question, though, Adam. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know.
1: I 100% want to play hero now.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you I'll do. wait till after this is over. All right, Martial Arts Film Freak asks, question for everyone, question for the pod. If you could open a business of your dreams, no matter how bizarre, what would it be? i've always thought about getting with some martial arts masters and local fighters and opening a martial arts school that also is a movie rental store but we'd only have martial arts movies kids and adults could train and rent a crazy 80s kung fu flick afterwards and if they return a movie late then they have to do a crazy jackie chan-esque training exercise after class or just wash my car wax on wax off motherfucker
1: I 100% co-sign on that idea. That is a fantastic idea. And uh, I would be happy to go into that with you. I think it's great as a school. And then like, and then especially like, you know, that's a lot of these movies are hard to come by. Right. And then, so having, being able to rent. Yeah. I like that idea a lot, sir. And if you come up with a good business model, I will go into that. I will go into that with you. I can't, I can't, provide any capital but I'll help you run it there you go
0: you've got you've got that on record Devon will work for you yeah work with you you know what I you. you know I've always liked the idea of right a stand-up comedy club mm-hmm. but an, an open mic comedy club but it's only for first-time comics. And they can go there, and in the audience are other first-time comics. So there's no pressure okay. from long-standing comi- uh, comedians or your average right. audience member right. that's going to fucking take the piss out of you. Gotcha. It's less an open mic night and more of like a like a forum for you to test your comedy, and then the other first-timers go, "Well, I like this, I like that." And constructive give criticism, like a workshop. That's exactly comedy the word I'm workshop. For. A comedy workshop. I love the idea of that. I love the idea of that because I imagine doing stand-up is terrifying. Um, I once wrote some stand-up and uh, I, I would like I was absolutely terrified to uh, to to the idea of performing it. You know who does think he can perform stand-up? Cyrus. Cyrus. Yes, he thinks he can. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's got the chops. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I think. I think that would be cool. As for other businesses, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really business minded. I think I'd struggle. Um, I do like the idea of like a boutique um, a Blu-ray store. So instead of going in and being able to pick up, I don't know, fucking dude, where's my car or some shit. Um, you go in and pick up the latest Vinegar Syndrome release or Eureka or A8 Films or Arrow release um, films are definitely more more boutique. Um, I do like the idea of that. That'd be cool. Uh, I also speaking of um, speaking of like the, the comedy uh, workshop place I'd also like a place I don't know how you would do this because there's no way to check but I also like the idea of having like a sex store, a sex toy store um, that is for like newbies. And for people who aren't like you know, you go in a sex store now. There's people going in and just like, "Where's the dildos?" i never, very, very like brazen. I think, or like, really, I think confident people go to sex stores. I think, but it would be we cool. weren't. No, that's true. But I felt it. I found it very awkward. Remember when that guy came came over and tried to? Uh, oh, that was when just me and Cyrus went.
1: Yeah, the times where we went—the last time where we went together—that lady
0: was actually very nice and very helpful. The lady who worked there. That's true. When me and Cyrus went there, this guy was yelling that the buttholes were in the back. And then when we were looking at a particular toy, just discuss. Me and Cyrus weren't looking at toys together. By the way, we're not. We're not like that. But we were looking at a toy, and it's basically a flashlight. Let's be honest, it was a flashlight. This guy comes over. He goes, "Oh yeah, this is exactly what you need. See what? Just shoves two fingers in it and just starts." aggressively fingering this fleshlight and he's like what well, you, you can do this and it will suck you and brother and we're just like dude this is intense so i see. so i obviously
1: find that it's better if uh ladies work there because yeah i
0: agree on
1: that last occasion that was in, it was yeah there was like this older lady she was probably like in her 60s um she was very nice lovely um so yeah obviously if a dude works there meh but if a lady works there you're
0: but You're golden. what I was also going to say is I like the idea of those people being maybe uh, to give, like, um, sexual health uh, answers and questions as well. Like, mm. if a guy goes in and he's just like, I, I want to buy this fleshlight, then they go, well, you might need some lubricant with that and give you, like, additional help and stuff like that.
1: Well, that's it's, what any
0: good... Yeah. Uh, uh, I
1: guess I right. I guess because that's what this lady good. did. Because we were looking for something in particular, and she pointed us in there. We, I think we had. Oh no, we had one product in our hand to purchase, and she corrected us, and she was like, "No, no, no. What you want to get is this."
0: You're revealing an awful lot about oh. us. <laughs> you reveal that we buy things from a sex store. Well, that was like some years ago. Yeah, yeah.
1: when we were. Yeah, I think, and it wasn't. Yeah, we didn't even go there. We, we didn't even go there. Just. um that wasn't, like, our mission. I think we were, what, just, we were at a... Just a look. Yeah, we were at a restaurant, and then mm-hmm. we happened... And then I'd never... We'd been in this area, like, a bunch, and I'd never noticed that store. So then mm-hmm. we were just like, man, let's just go in.
0: But I like the idea of promoting sexual health in sex stores, and I like the idea of people being able to... I'm a big, big exponent of... Exponent? I don't think that's the word I'm looking for. I'm a big, like, a, a fan of, um, like... Uh, like... S- sexual um um like sex in general being sex not positivity yes that's what i am i'm sex positive and I, I don't think it should be a taboo subject um and i think you should be able to at the age of what's the legal age of sex here 18
1: consenting that yeah, yeah. that be yeah consenting adult 18 i believe yes i think
0: in america you should be at the age of si- uh, not 16 18 sorry i'm thinking about the uk at the age of 18 you should be able to walk into a sex shop and be like I want a flashlight, or if you're a lady, I want a vibrator, or whatever it may be, and then someone talk you through it and be like, "This is what you want." This is, wh-. and like, I-, I believe in that. I believe in like uh, uh, giving people education so they know how to enjoy themselves and not shaming people for wanting to buy this fucking whatever it may instead be
1: instead of relying on what bad information on the internet yeah I, or porn which is the porn, worst yeah. example yeah, of information the, uh, you bad can information get. on the internet yeah, yeah.
0: You, you, you don't you don't want to do that you like i i just i just think it's it's it benefits everyone to be more educated on it and don't think that you know you have to use things that are this big or this aggressive or whatever it may be and yeah i just i like that i like that I'm a big, a big, big, big fan of sexual positivity. Kay. Have I gone off on a tangent?
1: A little bit, but that's anyway,
0: okay. My, my comedy club also stands. Um, I didn't get to answer. Oh shit! Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Mine. Um,
1: this uh, given uh, what I do. Uh, I work in an animal hospital, and I always thought that, like, sort of like, um, a pet, like ambulance ambulance slash taxi do you know what i mean like for urgent like um medical needs like obviously like say if your pet um i don't know you know that it ingested poison and you know you have to get to an emergency or instead we you could do you could call like you know the pet ambulance and we could you know immediately administer you know any type of like drug or provide any immediate like medical service on our way to uh an emergency or a facility or hospital where they would do continued care or you know or um like if i don't know between like if you know respiratory distress or something like that you know what i mean where you know immediate care while we head on to an actual facility
0: that's really good That's way better than my answer.
1: Lacerations. There was this. Oh, there was this one dog years and years ago, running through uh, this guy. His dog was off leash and kind of running through like a wooded area and was impaled by a large stick. Ugh, awful. Dog survived. Yeah. Somehow missed all vital organs. Jesus. Uh, but it was a it was a big fucking like stick. Uh, like as thick as like a baseball bat. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Somehow, yeah, missed all the important shit. Um, Very nice owner. Very nice dog. But yeah, like, and for instance, yeah. So immediate, like, so it could be a range. But yeah, if your pet needed immediate medical attention, we could provide it
0: and take... What would you call it, though? You have to have some... Right. I don't
1: know. That'd be hard. Because there is actually, I think there is, there was, I saw a business card once for an actual thing that was called a pet taxi. But that was just, like, shuttling your dog, you know? Like, if you couldn't
0: take... Oh, good name you know. right
1: um but mine my idea would be yeah there would be like either a technician or a veterinarian on on it to provide immediate and it would be like you know like a big like van
0: or whatever you could call it the pet jet yeah mm. since it whisks your cat away you can call it the whisker
1: it wouldn't just be a cat though right mm. do dogs do dogs do? have whiskers dogs do have whiskers yeah true true true.
0: Not if it was a bird, that wouldn't work.
1: Yeah, I don't particularly care for exotics,
0: so I wouldn't be working with the exotics. A- Animobulance? But... No, that doesn't work. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was my. Okay. I like it. It's better than my answers. I like it. Okay. Last few questions. We've been going long. Jesus, babe. Mm-hmm. Jesus Louises. All right. Cheese and rice. Two two questions left. Okay. Uh Nick Martin says, question for the pod. What's a place you haven't been to that you would love to travel to someday? Nick. What's what's your favorite place you've ever traveled to? Um, And can you think of a movie that has has made you really want to travel someplace?
1: Nick, there are so many places that I haven't been that I want to go. You just don't understand. Basically everywhere <laughs> um, um but what was the second question
0: <laughs> so the the first question was where do you want to go the everywhere. S- second question was what's the favorite place you've ever traveled to
1: probably <sighs> grand cayman islands
0: nice was i there
1: no that me and you were st martin's
0: well that's sad sorry Although that was lovely. That was I've a lot of fun. Shad, the greatest place you've ever been to. Isn't that sad?
1: That is, but that was before we mm. met. Mm.
0: Heartbroken. And, and that Heart was Heartbroken.
1: That was Stingray City. That was awesome. Fucking and I got to uh, uh be in a pool with dolphins.
0: Fuck so. dolphins. <laughs> Stupid dolphins.
1: Yeah, me and you, that, that sunset catamaran was lovely. The rhino boats was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Um, but I'm really sorry, but Grand Cayman was my fave. What was the third question?
0: Is there a movie that has a place in it that you would love to travel, or has a movie ever made you want to travel to a place?
1: Christ, yes, absolutely. Can you think of one? Any movie that's set in Italy? Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 um uh if there's a movie out there that's set in um switzerland switzerland looks beautiful um you not say
0: any movie you got to think of a specific one. Oh, i don't know
1: <laughs> there are a bunch of movies that are set in
0: italy right yes
1: so i can't think of one off the top of my head
0: okay all right i'm gonna answer these then okay uh what's a place you haven't traveled to that you'd love to travel to someday I, I'm almost with with Devon. there's a whole bunch I mean I'd love to go to Japan. Yeah. If someone can guarantee a nice safe and easy trip to Japan, I'd like to do Japan. just to let everyone know I have anxiety a lot when traveling. My biggest fear is like being in a place that with no English speakers and where I can't get my uh, message across. I, I'm fucking terrified of that. Um, but if someone can guarantee a, a very easy trip to Japan, I'd love to do J- to Japan. I'd love to go to New Zealand. That looks very nice. Um, fancy New Zealand, and um, yeah, yeah. I think I think they're the two big ones. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's my favourite place I've ever travelled to? This place that I went without Devon once. <laughs> it was amazing. Really, really good time. Um, can't think of the name. Can't remember. But it was amazing. Really, really good. It was. Um, Devon was not there. <laughs> um. My I'm favorite ba- that far too personally. <laughs> My, a little bit. My favorite place I've ever been um, Yeah, I'd have to say when we went to St. Martin. Yeah. Um I'm not very well traveled, I'll be honest. Uh not that well traveled at all, but um went to went to St. Martin and that was that was lovely. I really that enjoyed was it
1: was our first vacation together. That was what when we uh that was oh, that was like our one year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. Uh, we had just moved in together, like I think two weeks before that vacation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. So
1: yeah it was uh that was great
0: i mean there was just a tropical island and it was gorgeous it was and lovely we so we had a great room yeah we had a great room we had a great time mm-hmm. so i mean i can't argue with that it was a very very good time yeah um yeah i, I mean but like i said i haven't been many places to be honest or what like a nice place that i went to purely for the place which i really enjoyed for some reason i really like going to san francisco that one time i've been to san francisco okay yeah, which you weren't there at that time. No. Um, but it, it was, I like going to San Francisco. It was a nice place. Um, but yeah, St. Martin obviously shits on that from a great <laughs> height. Um, can you think of a movie that's made you really want to travel someplace? Look, if you've seen the Steve Coogan films, one's called The Trip. Oh, Christ. One's yes. called The Trip to Italy, and yes. one's called The Trip to Spain. I it yeah. may even be a trip to Greece. I could be wrong. But all they do is ri- drive around the Italian country, going from restaurant to restaurant. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, That's exactly where I want to go, and yeah. that's what I want to do.
1: That's a great example of a film. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree with that.
0: I also think the uh, the before films, uh, before sunset, before sunrise, and before midnight, mm-hmm. uh, they make you want to go there. I think the first one, first and second one's in France. Third one, I don't remember where it, it is. Is it Greece that they're in? Or are they still in France? No, they're not in France. I don't
1: remember where they are
0: in the third one. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just, I, I really like those films and, and how they, but then it's less like, Before sunset is less about sorry, before sunrise is less about Paris itself and it's more about like falling in love in Paris. Yeah. Like they're a beautiful film about falling in love. So maybe I'm a bit suckered by that. Um but the trip films, yeah. If you haven't seen them, please, please, please seek them out. First Um, one's the best one. The first two are good. Yeah, the first two are good. They fall off a little bit after that. Um but yeah, you're right, probably the first one is the best. Um, if you want to just hear two ridiculous uh, comedians eating delicious pasta and doing impressions of Michael Caine, you can't go wrong. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Very, very good. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's other places as well. Like, fucking, I mean, the island that they go to in Glass Onion. That's gorgeous. Yeah. 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 Alright, last question from... Thank you, Nick. Uh, I love those questions. Uh, I, I like those questions that kind of dig into what we like and where we've been and, you know, a bit of who we are. Thank you. Rana asks... Rana! If you could go back in time and show any historical figure, doesn't have to be major figure, something related to them from the future, who would it be and what would you show them? Like showing Shakespeare, West Side Story or Ten Things I Hate About You, both based on his plays?
1: So when I hear that question, I instantly Man, don't go obvious. What? What's obvious?
0: What were you going to go for?
1: I want to know what you think is obvious.
0: Like showing Hitler's Schindler's list. Oh no. Oh, okay.
1: Um. I the first thing I thought of is um this uh I forget which season, but this episode of Doctor Who um with Van Gogh and. At,
0: I'm never going to get an answer better than this. This is a very good and,
1: answer. And uh, for one, fantastic episode. Um, but yeah, because at the time when he was alive, he was considered a terrible artist. He was not, none of his work was popular at
0: all. Yeah, this is this is the answer. And
1: at the end of that episode, they uh, get Van Gogh and... To the TARDIS and bring him to, into the TARDIS and bring him to present day London, where they go to the museum and there's a Van Gogh section, and he gets to see that his work uh, his is revered and that his talented talent is appreciated and how everyone loves him.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. So yeah,
1: so that was what I, that's the literally as uh, Sean was reading that question, that is what popped into my head.
0: I suppose a similar answer I, I could come up with is um uh doing the same to Sylvia Plath. Um Sylvia Plath whose writings are now adored and much loved and universally loved. Um if you didn't know, if you don't know about Sylvia Plath, she was a poet and an author. And um she shoved her head in the oven and killed herself um when she was young. And um I don't quite know why. I don't think I've read a suicide note or anything from her. But um, shouldn't, by the way, not a lit oven. The gas killed her. Not shouldn't burn her fucking self to death. that would be gross. Um, and uh, I think it's very, very sad. I think in in her, she's very well known for her po- in her poems to be very depressed and very sad. And I think if she would have known how big and special she would have become, I think it's good to let people know. But then you also uh, worry about if you're showing these people like what their legacy was going to be. I feel like some of them wouldn't give a shit. Uh, the example is I w- thought about was if you really showed Kurt Cobain how amazingly big Nirvana were going to be in the future, I don't think he would care. He just doesn't seem yeah. that type of person. Yeah, he was right. obviously going through something much bigger than what fame gave him. Yeah, and, and so then
1: uh, I think Van Van Gogh was also I think like what like schizophrenic
0: or something. He like that. had issues. Yes, right. certainly. I mean, famously cut off his ear. Um. Yeah, so it, there is there is you've got to wonder what you know what how these people would feel. I
1: got a good one. You got another one? And it's it's terribly obvious. Mr. Martin Luther King Jr. and the fact that we had a black president. I mean, uh, country's still
0: you're terribly an, racist. You're answering these questions way better than I am.
1: <laughs> country's still terribly racist. However, we at least did get a black president.
0: Yeah, that's true. Showing showing brother Martin or Brother Malcolm those. Oh, yeah, things. both of them, yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be crazy. Um Yeah, that's a really, really good one. That's yeah. a very, very good one. Um Yeah, I don't think I can beat those. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've got another one. <laughs> yeah. Because all mine are like just like a, a bit like Rabbins, like look how famous you are, look how. Although showing Shakespeare, like ten things I hate about you would be nuts. Yeah, so or even
1: going that. far back with like a further back, like um, African American, like historical Harriet figure, like Tubman. Harriet Tubman, or even like Frederick Douglass, where like slavery was act still active then. To see that, uh, yeah, we had a black president.
0: Yeah, or showing like a Rosa Parks. Just like, mm-hmm. hey, look how better it gets. Yeah. I know it's not perfect. Obviously we live in a it. still a shitty world at the moment. Yeah. Um Yeah, stuff like that would be great. That would be great. Like showing um like um Showing like a very fa- god, it's so bad that I can't think of one, uh, it's terrible. But showing like a famous uh gay writer or gay playwright or mm. something, how like in the future, uh, homosexual sure. uh, homosexuality is much more accepted and stuff like that. Yeah. that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Um, oh, yeah, like showing who uh, who show who Stonewall, who threw the first stone at Stonewall. I don't know. Showing them like RuPaul's Drag Race or something, like how things have changed. Yeah, I think showing people change is always a wonderful thing. But I do like the idea of showing someone like yeah how their how their legacy uh, like shaped things. Um, but Van Gogh is a very very good example of that. I think that's a really really good one. Um, would would showing Hitler, Schindler's List be also very cool? I think so. Would though.
1: I wonder how he'd react. Would it make a difference?
0: You think he'd applaud himself and be like, yep, I did that. Yeah, I don't think he'd care. Oh, fuck you, Hitler. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't think he'd care.
0: All right, we're going to wrap it up. It's been going long. Wow, we went long for the two of us. Right? God damn. I I thought this was going to be a short one. That's what she said. (laughs) Hey, oh, Um, yeah thank you so much everyone for listening really really appreciate you uh, strapping in and uh, going on this ride with just me and Devin Uh, we know everyone loves Cyrus we know that (laughs) fuck that dude he doesn't like kung fu (laughs) movies Um, but no no we really really appreciate you thank you so much for listening again next episode is going to be Undisputed 2 starring Michael we've done two Michael Jai White films in like two months nice Michael Jai White also starring Untapped Resource Yes, Undisputed resource. (laughs) Uh, Also starring Scott Adkins as well. Um, I can tell you where you can watch uh, Undisputed 2 for free. Because I made a note of it. Bear with me two seconds. Um, You can watch Undisputed 2, uh, yes, for free with commercials on YouTube. Just on YouTube for free. And it's not some dotty person uploading it. YouTube hosts it. Okay. Um, but it's with commercials, so please be aware. Um, so go ahead and watch that in time for next uh, next episode. Cyrus will be back with us next episode. Hopefully it's a film that he enjoys. Um, again, www.patreon.com forward slash foo for Thoughts. if you want to join us. Just warning you, there will be no foo for thought uncut episode this week. Uh, me and Devon will not be doing that this week. Um, yeah. We, we were thinking at some point, me and Devin doing a, a, a bonus podcast on John Wick 4, but I think that time has passed, and we might. Question for you. Yes. Is John Wick 4 a martial arts film? I, uh, no. I don't. No! no! I, I don't think so. You're crazy. I
1: mean, yeah, there's martial arts in it, but I wouldn't consider it a martial arts film.
0: John Wick 4 is 100% a martial arts film. See, I'm saying that because I want us to do an episode on John Wick Four and and Cyrus as well. Um, when it when it comes out to watch on uh, streaming or whatever, uh, I want us to do an episode. I think we will. I think I'll I'll, I'll convince these two to 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 do an episode on that. Um, so we'll do that. But uh, otherwise, Undisputed Two coming up. Cyrus will be back. Thank you so much. Uh, sorry for no uncut episode for our patrons um, this week, but uh, tomorrow I promise I will do a video for you guys. That will be up. Um, they got paranormal activity last week. They should be fine.
1: <laughs> Love you, you guys. Listen to you. Love terrible. You guys. All
0: right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Uh, take care. Have a nice week, and we will catch you next time. Yeah, buddy.